Oh no, Tyler, don't say that out loud. Holy dedicated to Project Runway, which is the show that deepens my own confusion around what is shade. <laughs> I am Ernez. And I'm Patricia. <laughs> You're back in the workroom with us. Thank you so much, Patricia. Um, it is so wonderful to have you. And um, before we really get into it, I'm just going to sound off on all of our stuff. I promised everyone that I would announce these at the beginning of the podcast. If you have any questions for us or any gossip, Please send it to in the workroom at gmail.com. That is I in the workroom at gmail.com. That is our official Gmail account that I have rarely given out, but I'm making a practice of it now. And feel free to follow us on facebook.com forward slash the workroom and on Instagram at workroom podcast. Um, and uh, Facebook is where we drop our cheat sheet. And I'm going to prompt y'all again. Um, so that is where you can look on with us as we, when we get to the portion of the show where we talk about the final looks and I will cue you in to when you can click on the link in the show notes for that. Oh my goodness. So, um, we are recording on a Sunday afternoon and Patricia just came from a very eventful event or, or just a, a happening. Would you, would you like to describe <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I should say if I don't make any sense or if I make too much sense in today's episode, it is entirely due to brunch. To, to wait, wait, what did I have? I had like half a liter of margarita and half a liter of what was the other thing? No, not margarita. No, it was sangria and something else. Oh my gosh, is <laughs> something know? else wine based, hopefully? Um,. Yeah, it was like alcohol with fruit. I forget. One thing okay. was sangria. Oh, mimosa. It was sangria oh, and mimosa. Oh, my gosh. Sangria and champagne. Oh, my gosh. Patricia. <laughs> Half a liter of each. Here I am. Hello. <laughs> um, And for yeah. me, I, I'm like, and so, yeah. So, like, so you went to drag brunch, which you've mentioned before on this podcast. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, Which is a phenomenon and... You know, because I'm I'm not I'm I'm less of a brunch person than I am than I have been before, but um I feel like I've I had never heard a drag brunch before you mentioned it, and so it sounds like something that's so fun. <laughs> oh my god! Oh wow! Yeah, it's like the only reason that I go to brunch. If it's if it's not drag brunch, I don't know why I'm there. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it's kind of like a like a feature but also it definitely is worth it because brunch can be kind of treacherous in new york i've you know come to experience where you get a countdown or they won't seat you when you're all where you're not all there or it's just like a what do you call like a a, a like a, a rolling belt what do you call one of those things like a an industrial belt there <laughs> they're just conveyor a belt. conveyor belt yeah they're just trying to get you out oh. um the chefs aren't mm. happy but no but drag brunch sounds like I'm just assuming that's a festive event. I'm assuming that you're waited on by drag queens, um, but I'm not going to make those assumptions. Can you describe oh. a little bit of what this is? Yeah. This is I mean, me. the one that I like to go to is in Queens. It's near where I live. I really like it. And it's basically a place that serves um, Mexican food. Mm. And 
it's not that people it's not that drag queens are serving brunch it's that they are the entertainment there's like a little oh bit of uh, lip sync lip sync show you know dancing there's a lot of things i um yeah so that's basically it and of course it's yeah i always try to bring some extra dollar bills <laughs> to be respectful so <laughs> yeah. oh i love yes. that you know, that's that. Because <laughs> all I've been thinking about, right, well, in terms of drag was, I think the last drag show I went to was someone who was, um, well, their drag persona is based off of Mariah Carey. And so Mariah Carey, I think, is on tour right now or or was doing some crazy holiday tour. And she's been in the news a lot because All I Want for Christmas finally hit number one. Um and so, but there was a year when she performed it live and I don't remember exact, I think it was the tree lightning ceremony, um, in Midtown at Rockefeller Center and it was terrible. And so, so this drag queen did this amazing rendition of the, uh, the studio version, um, uh, edited in with the terrible live version that Mariah Carey did. And so it was just a wonderful connection of just this amazingness and, and just very, just utterly um, uh, impeccable performance slashed with this, like, uh, um, I don't know, this this very blunt force object of Mariah Carey's real voice, <laughs> which was just yeah, terrible and much. awful. It was hilarious. It's great. It's wonderful. Oh, my gosh. I'm so glad they perform during brunch that's so great um oh that's wonderful great and um also i mean you know we do get we will talk a little bit about drag during this episode a little bit um it, it kind of it kind of comes in a little bit um uh, yes yeah so we'll we'll be getting there um and uh yeah and then as for me like i i'm just getting over a, a stomach flu <laughs> It's been. Sorry to hear that. It's fine. <laughs> so this is like my first day of feeling kind of okay, um, but I have to say that I watched this episode not live because the day it aired, I was not in good shape. So the next day, I think is when I, I, you know, I got a little bit of strength and and was able to sit upright a little bit, and I actually, I just absolutely hollered as much as my weak body could to, could do. Like this is a great, an amazing episode. Um, all right, so ready to get into it? Yeah. <laughs> All right, so let's open up where we left off last week because the designers are still sitting on their couch um, backstage. They're not allowed to go home. Um, Sergio is giving Tyler the business because mm-hmm. Tyler was on the bottom again. Um, uh, in Tyler's own words, um, Tyler's becoming Project Runway's most popular bottom. <laughs> untrue untrue come on (laughs) i know i think that was overestimating um the the i like the word popular or what what the word popular means or even the word i don't know it's fine um sorry justice for tyler please 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 be quiet but okay you can tell tell i've been to brunch because i say things like please be quiet (laughs) And also Tyler is on your bracket. It is so it's just great cuz you know just I'm so glad to have you on this episode. But I mean, it kind of we kind of get into the tail end of how kind of precarious Tyler is, especially from last week because Alan saved Tyler's bottom by 
being even worse in front of the judges and also having a a worse track record. I would say maybe Alan's probably the most popular bottom on this show. I don't know. Um, at least in terms of just, you know, personality wise, who knows? Um, so Tyler has survived and the designers, instead of getting to go home and, and process this and going to sleep, they have to deal with, um, uh, Christian coming back in and being like, Hey guys, <laughs> there's a surprise for you on the runway. And, um, it's another challenge, of course. So they walk out to the runway and Carly is out there ready to give them their new challenge with a special guest. And uh, the special guest is Carla Welch, who is a fashion stylist that unfortunately I have never heard of, but who apparently is a freaking powerhouse. So have you ever heard of Carla Welch? I have not. No. Okay, yeah, because so Carla's credentials are styling for Sarah Paulson, I think Tracy Ellis Ross, I think Justin Bieber was mentioned, so she's international, Canada, and then <laughs> she's also also a stylist for Carly Kloss, um, and apparently the Hollywood Reporter and the New York Times named her the most powerful stylist in the industry, so it's kind of a big deal. Um and I also have to point out that what I loved about having Carla on the show is because she's a stylist for Carly. I mean, come on, Carly, Carla. It was just kind of a treacherous area for me because I'm like, great. Names are too close together. Aside from being that, it, she can explain to us Carly Kloss's style because I think that's something that I have not really been able to get a handle on um, since she started Project Runway. And so... Um, We'll, we'll get into it. But both of them are wearing suits. Like, it's just a suit. It's suit time on the runway. Carly's wearing, like, a burgundy, double-breasted, power-shoulder suit. And, um, or not burgundy, more like, oh, like a lighter, like a like a maroon or something. And um, Carla's in, a, in like, a, a black and white outfit. And Carly is explaining to the designers that she's attending a CFDA event in Paris. And she wants the designers to make her a new look. Carly is their client, but also Carla. So don't get it mixed up. There's, they're not the same person, even though it sounds like <laughs> they're totally two different people. So Carla explained, she's like, I'm the, I'm the stylist. If I don't like it, it's not getting to my client. So essentially Carla, well, just kind of the client, um, the, the first bit. I mean, in real life, Carla would be the client. And the brief is, is that the look has to be super cool, original, and wearable. Um, I would say that the criteria change throughout the show, but I would say that that is pretty much where we're working in. Essentially, Carly's style, but at a Parisian CFDA event. So, and also the twist on this whole thing is that it has to be upcycled. And I would say once they mentioned this most of them were happy I don't I don't think all of the designers were too thrilled about this like I looked at Delvin's face I just kind of looked at the um the the major offenders especially from where we just left off like the people who were so upset at the um unconventional challenge but it seems like everyone's okay with it and we get to see a little bit about how other people work um so essentially they're going to goodwill 
And that's where they're going to have to get all of their materials from. And Carla also is going to be somewhat of a mentor. So she's going to meet them over at the Goodwill and help them shop. Um, So Patricia, I just want to point out. So there are a few things. We get to see um, a couple of things. So first of all, and and I know this this person's on my bracket. So Sergio um, is thrilled. Victoria from Aldova isn't because she doesn't know what upcycled means. (laughs) And that's just a language barrier. She's going to get it eventually. Um, But Sergio says that um, he's like, all I do is upcycle. Um, I just, you know, go to a whole section of mood where I can get fabric that was used from another designer's warehouse and I'll, I'll use that. And so do you, so that's what my interpretation of what Sergio's interpretation of upcycling means. Would you agree with that? Because essentially he just takes the cast offs from other design houses and uses those fabrics for his designs. I mean, that's a form of, of use of, um, I would say like least waste or, or being less wasteful, but I don't, I don't necessarily think it's upcycling. Um, I don't know why I'm bringing this up as a point. He's on my bracket, but I'm just mad about it. I think it's a valid point, but what when you, when you hear upcycled, what do you think about upcycled? I, I, I think about taking something that already had a use that was, that had already been used. So, so basically you're the, you're the third user. So it's something that was in its, in its uh, raw state. Someone else took it and put it into another state. And then you take it from state two and you put it into state three. That's what I think upcycling means. Not necessarily. I mean, cause then I've done upcycling because there are sections of mood where you can go and get designer cast offs and you buy them by the yards, but it's like you're buying regular fabric off of, bolts I mean it is it just is it just is raw fabric off of bolts but I never thought of it being interpreted that way Hmm. so yeah yeah well I think that sounds like a loose interpretation but it seems it seems valid um all right yeah I mean my question with that was sort of like so they go to can we say where they go for their upcycling yeah yeah they go to Goodwill. They, they go to Goodwill. Yeah. And, and by the way, like, thrift is what I do. Like, I know Nayland also does it, but it's like, <laughs> I am a thrift store shopper. Like, I don't spend money. You know, I, I'm like, where is this Goodwill? First of all, it's huge. Second of all, it's organ like things are on racks like that. Oh my gosh! Can, let's talk. Let's talk about this goodwill. Holy shit! I've so never seen that. That goodwill ever. is in downtown Brooklyn, and they cleaned it up for the show. I've been in this goodwill before. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I thought maybe they had goodwill delivered to a warehouse. No, no. <laughs> and it's so funny because they go here. And, you know, just, they're, you know, they're sketching in the car, they're going to the Goodwill. And I'm just like, oh, which Goodwill? No, it's the one in downtown Brooklyn that's on, I, oh, I think it's, uh, I want to say Lawrence or it's near J Street Metro Tech. It's not that far. Um, it's like, it's near, near uh, Flatbush or, you know, well, no, it's actually closer to Hoyt Skimmerhorn. So if anyone is, <laughs> knows the New York, Brooklyn area, um, it's that one. And I was like, man, they dressed up this. Uh, unless it unless it's changed since I've been there, 
but they you know it, it was kind of clear that they they had to position certain things for filming but i never noticed how big that place was it's I mean, great. that place looked like, I mean, it was like the armory, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it was like, yeah. This place is so, it's like Goodwill Redux, you know? I it was know. like, what? There's all this space? Like, what Goodwill is this, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I, you know, I've been to other Goodwills. I need to stop taking that Goodwill for granted. I haven't been in a bit. But, you know, to have a place where you can go down the aisles and, it's normally like that and so organized. I think it definitely still is organized by color. Um, it's it's a pretty good Goodwill. And they also have great home products or what do you call those? Home goods? Yeah. <laughs> home good yeah, things. Yeah. yeah. No, it's it's amazing. Um, yeah. So let's let's like so they're in the Goodwill. And it's in, so I think they get 45 minutes and one hundred and forty dollars to shop in goodwill 140 maybe 150 i'm not sure um but yes so they meet carla there and she essentially is around to give them some help on their aesthetics on their 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 choices and and accessories and how to how to work with stuff um and i honestly was taking notes because i'm like i i like this goodwill i want to see where they go what sections that they go towards and and what they find helpful um and then uh one thing that uh well no like a bunch of stuff stands out but we kind of go through and i think almost every designer got some time we got to see them with carla um and she she does this thing where a designer will come in and be like what do you think about these shorts she goes make them longer it's like what do you think about these sleeves cut the sleeves that looks weird it's like what do you think about these pants like um those pants look cheap widen them out or you know it was just like it did did because yeah she's essentially yeah. like kind of like a like a marnie 2.0 like a different marnie and in in this context just so sharp and so so quick i i really enjoyed watching them but yeah this it, was like this was like music teacher marnie yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It was like the directness of a music teacher as opposed to like the 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 free flow of an art person, of a visual art person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and plus her demeanor, I mean, how I'm how I'm doing it is not the way she was. It'd be like, "What do you what do you think what do you think about this?" And she goes, "Oh, I'm going to speak back to you in a very calm, direct voice." Yeah, she just had this really this this wonderful confidence about her and just kind of and also this could be editing, but I do believe that this is how it was in real life. Just on it retorts like this is how you fix this. This is what's good about that. Um, she told Nancy, make it neat. <laughs> I was like, you don't even know Nancy, but you know to tell her to make your shit neat. Um, yeah. 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 You know, I love that moment. And I thought, you know, there were some edit edits where. um the camera was sort of, you know, like Sergio was caught on camera kind of giving face oh, to, <laughs> to remember that? To Nancy yeah. talking to Carla. And I was like, this is a great thing because Carla, Car not Carla, Nancy is very excited. And this is a moment where, so uh, Car uh, Nancy is basically asking Carla, hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Yeah. And this is preceded by an edit where Nancy is saying, this is so exciting. We get to dress Carly. We get to talk to her si stylist. Oh, my God, that's the trifecta or something like that. Yeah, yeah. 
meaning the Carly, Carla, CFDA, Paris, Trifecta, or something like that. And I thought that was a great moment at the thrift store where Carla is not just identifying where the teacher is, Carla, but where mm-hmm. the lessons are, oh, yeah. and kind of using using her time to ask questions, really identifying where her lessons are, and I thought that was really great, so I really resented Sergio Face. Yeah, I, I mean, like, it's just, he's, on. <laughs> I mean, why did I choose him for my bracket? I was so regretting it the whole episode, because everyone is, you know, everyone's excitement is their own excitement, and I would say that especially for something like this where every and 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 it's not as if we also find out with this whole thing with Nancy is that she's also had a look on the runway so she's not she's a newcomer but she's not someone who is coming in with this as if this is her first experience with a celebrity um that being said um she designed an outfit for someone called Tierra oh god oh wait i had it here I think it's Tierra Wack. So Tierra Wack, T-I-E-R-R-A Wack, W-A-C-K. And Tierra Wack is like an, you know, I can't believe I'm using this word, but this is all I can do to 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 describe her um, because I, I went down this weird K-hole when I was like, who is this Tierra Wax? Because who are the kids listening to these days? And Nancy knows about what the kids are doing. And the kids are contacting Nancy for their red red carpet looks. Um, because she made her this like, um, I don't know, it looked like a like a like a mohair or feather feathered out jacket that had a ton of colors, but definitely was in this Nancy aesthetic of kind of shredded or um, you know, just kind of this this crafty piece together thing but it was a red carpet look and I was like great we get to see some of Nancy's bonafides um in the face of um you know Sergio's you know terrible face or whatever all the looks that he that he's giving but um but also that Nancy knows what she's doing she's getting FaceTime with Carla and the way it was edited I didn't get the the idea or the feeling that she was being um annoying um, because she's been bouncing this whole time. This is episode four and she's still bouncing. And I think we're all used to Nancy just kind of like muppeting her way through this competition in just the most endearing way. And, um, and it's, and it, yeah, I, I totally agree. She's taking advantage of this, but also kind of seeing it for what it is and not poo pooing this opportunity as something that yeah. is like too good for her or beneath her. The way I think Sergio exactly. was doing. Exactly. Oh my God. Exactly. Ugh. Anyway, um, oh, I, oh, sorry, and I got off track. So Tara Wack gives me like a Missy Elliott vibe. She's like a like a 21st century, like a young Missy Elliott. It's got this avant-garde deal going on. And for someone like that who's looking up Nancy or however they got connected to Nancy, I think it's just quite amazing. And I really kind of like that moment of seeing um, uh, them there. Um, yeah. But also, let's can we talk about the emotional moments here in Goodwill? Like a lot of people were kind of tearing up. Hmm. So we have Shavi, who, you know, thank God has a full cart because Shavi is breaking down. But I was looking at that cart because Shavi's on my bracket, and I'm like, you can cry, but you've got to pull some clothes and cry because you can't walk out of here with nothing. Um, but but thrifting is how his grandmother taught him how to sew 
and we get to learn a little bit about how his grand his grandmother has Alzheimer's and her condition is worsening to the point where she doesn't remember him and doesn't remember that the reason why he's sewing is because of her. Um, so so that's kind of happening. And then later on, we get a little bit of Melanie as well, where thrifting was something that she did with her mother, who recently yeah. passed away. Um, yeah. But I mean, I and, and so because those things make me think of and especially since I've been ill. <laughs> <laughs> I've been thinking of how uh, thrifting is something that I do when I need to lower my blood pressure. Um, and also just because it's a place where I don't ever feel, uh, I would say, pressure to buy something or or pressure to look yeah. for something. I always this it's one place where I walk into it thinking, I don't know. Who knows? Let's just see. Um because you know y'all know I'm a very competitive person and unfortunately um the competitive comes from my type a nature and because of my type a nature shopping is such a stress ball because I'm like if it doesn't have exactly what I need you know this is a waste of my time but that's why I love thrift stores because it is that moment where you can kind of just wander and I I liked hearing how these were bonding moments for a lot of these designers too so yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, and I I did not understand. By the way, this person's on my bracket. <laughs> How did Tyler go from Carly to Jackie O? This is like wait, okay. Wait. Um, okay. And- <laughs> <laughs> so this happens in this happens in in uh, Goodwill. Yes. Okay. Can you talk about this? Oh. Because yeah, because sure Tyler's on your bracket. I think I'm leaving some of this up to you because Tyler oh. belongs to you. <laughs> you claim yes. him. I have bragging rights about all of this. <laughs> so Carly, so Tyler goes. Carly gives me Jackie O vibes. Oh God. <laughs> and goes on about. And I think describes himself to a T. And this is the, I think this is the term I've been looking for, but he uses this, the term or, the, or I would say the, the, the phrase perpetually perched. That is Tyler to a T. Tyler is perpetually perching himself and like fixing his body and twirling and contorting um, almost everything but his face, but his face. And I'm wondering if the face, you know, and, you know, and aside from being incredibly symmetrical in like a serial killer way, I'm wondering if it also has something to do with Botox. Like there's no movement. I don't know. There's just something wondrous about his face in a, in a, in a sinister way. <laughs> hmm. It's those beady little eyes. <laughs> Maybe it is the eyes. It's those intense eyes. I don't know. I think I think Tyler is just very uncomfortable in his own skin. I really uh, think that. Yeah, but and, you know, go ahead, go ahead. No, I think that's it. And yeah. No, no, go, no. Go ahead. And also, I can you say more about this Jackie O vibe, or or what about that bothered you at all? I did not understand that. I'm like, what about Carly's Jackie O? I mean, I, I just don't see it. I don't see it. I don't get it in so many ways in terms of style. And I mean, I'm sorry, but Jackie O is somebody who was dressed by Oleg Cassini. Mm-hmm. And, Go on. And, you know, Tyler, you are a drag queen. Okay. So I, I sort of don't, 
I mean, I can see it, but I can't see it. And it's, it's, you know, Jackie O is an icon for people who, um, well, she's a style icon for many reasons, but a very specific style icon. And she's known for being the partner of, you know, the United States only, only maybe Catholic president, or at least in a long time. Yeah, I think, um, I think only. Only. So yeah. that specific fashion is very, it's a very, very specific time. It's a very specific hair. It's also a very, and also she's the daughter of a Greek shipping magnate, right? Um, but that style icon, like nothing about this to me says Carly, who is, um, well, first of all, a model. Yeah. <laughs> first of all. Um, yeah. So she's not yet married to a president. <laughs> and she's so bubbly. She's so, I mean, she sort of falls into what um, models have to do in the industry, which mm-hmm. is become so super agreeable and be so aggressively agreeable where you're like, oh my God, it's okay to say you have a bad day, you know, but they yeah. just have to be so agreeable, so pleasant and just be such a people pleaser because that's how, that's that's the function of, that's their professional demeanor that's sort of like what they get caged into and I, I'm not saying this to this Carly at all it's not just Carly it's just how models are trained to function and go sees and in the industry it's just like be super personable be super friendly be super likable all the time you I know? know and it's like that was not necessarily like a and something that you wouldn't necessarily ascribe to Jackie oh in particular not at all even even like the choice of clothes that she's worn i mean she's she's all over the place first of all like i don't get it like what is carly always wearing and i would say that you know okay the last last episode she looked great but um you know it's kind of clear that she is is she sort of runs the gamut um, kind of goes back and forth. And then, I mean, we can just look at what she was wearing to to show this whole thing. I mean, to start this whole to start this whole show. I mean, it's not something that Jackie O necessarily would wear um, or not even the style. Like, you know, she was wearing like a very volu- like kind of a voluminous kind of new take on a crop pant or a mm. palazzo crop, you know, just something that was kind of interesting, but also more circa 80s like if you're going to go if you're going to go retro or go to another era at all um i mean it just it really it really wasn't but also personality wise like not not jackie not o. like you you know carly Kloss better than you know jackie o <laughs> yes yes and by the way i think about it as a relationship um like a person's relationship to their time mm-hmm. so the relationship that jackie o had to the fashion of her time, right. that equation is not the same equation that Carly Kloss has to the fashion of our time, right? Yeah. So I just do not get it at all. Yeah. So what this tells me, what this tells me is that my my queen boy Tyler is very judgmental. Oh <laughs> man, because you know, I kind of I just saw it as um um there's just a lack of self-awareness because in the same breath he's like, "Hmm, you know, Carly Kloss gives me a Jackie O vibe and also my drag name, remember, is Kimberly Onassis, Kim Ono. So apparently Kim yeah. Ono is yeah. short for Kimberly Onassis. Yes. Even though Kim Ono is, I think, spelled like kimono. But Onassis is O-N-A 
SSIS. I'm just like, your name makes even less sense now. And, you know, I it would make more sense if, no, no, it, it, wouldn't, it wouldn't make any more sense. But it's almost like you, you called yourself out or you, you really are clearly projecting and you have no idea. I mean, that's a part of what projection is. You don't know. But he's projecting all over Carly. And so it just made me reconsider all of the choices that he's made in the past where I'm like, is it also that you don't listen and you're, you're not a good observer of people <laughs> and you're not. And, and, and also how is that important to this when you're, this is the first episode where you have to, you have to deal with a client. Um, and a part of that client thing is listening, but also I, I, you know, they threw a wrench into it because Carly didn't really give much of herself on the runway when she presented the challenge. She was just like, guys, you know me. I'm like, no, we don't. I don't, right, I don't get right. your style at all, but they had to go to Carla and, you know, Sergio, you know, God bless his heart. Um, was the only one at the very beginning who was like, so can you tell us what is, so if you were in here, what would you say Carly's style is like, what should we hold to? And I felt like that yeah. was the most ex- instructive moment. And yeah. you listen to that and then you go with it, but also you have the brief in the back of your head to help uh, supplement that. And I feel like for, for Tyler, maybe this whole time he's just been like, Oh gosh, me, what would, what would kimono wear? Oh my gosh. Everyone is a style icon in the vein of Jackie. O. so yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And usually like, pun, like when drag Queens make, make puns mm-hmm. like that, they, they are sort of, they give you a little lift and that one just doesn't make much sense, which makes me think like, well, why don't I love it? <laughs> because that's something I would love. Like, is there something wrong with me? Like, why am I, why am I not getting this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, well, why am I not jumping up and down over this? I usually would be. <laughs> I know. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else about this time in Goodwill? No, no. Yeah. We're going to have to make a trip over there. We're going to have to just kind of, like find a, sh- a thrifting day you have to come all the way from queens to brooklyn <laughs> for well, this one. not that far right? <laughs> no in the grand scheme of things no you know we're still in the same city but it's kind of far not like i'm going it's not like i'm going to the rockaways because uh, <laughs> that's far, that's that's far. <laughs> and that is queens um queens. <laughs> yeah um all right so we leave we leave out of here out of goodwill and we go back to the penthouse and um, this is, you know, I'm bringing this up because there is a scene here where Sergio is questioning Tyler. Um, I believe this is the day of, so um, let me, let me kind of rewind that. So they're back in the penthouse because it's the morning of, and also um, forgot to mention this at the top. This is their first one day challenge. So we're meeting them at the top of day full day one, which I thought was really nice that they let them shop on um, a not full day so that they get extra time in the workroom. Um, yeah. But anyway, so we so we wake up and um, we have this Sergio Tyler thing going on still. <laughs> and I'm like, I think they're friends. <laughs> I think this is what Tyler calls a friend. And I think this is what Sergio calls a friend because Sergio doesn't know that Tyler hates him, but I think Tyler hates everybody, including himself. And so then this, this means that there is a friendship. (laughs) I don't think Tyler hates himself. I should, I should, I should take that back. Um, But the Tyler doesn't like a lot. 
And I think Sergio is someone who's incredibly fussy and um, uh, conceited. And I think Tyler can relate to that. And so they have things to talk about. <laughs> they have moments to share. <laughs> oh, God. Um, um, because, uh, oh, my gosh, because this is a thing. Um uh, what is what is it? So I, I don't I, I, I think it's Marquise. So it's Marquise makes this comment to Tyler because Tyler, you know, is kind of like, I'm going to go into this and I'm going to redeem myself and I'm going to make up for being one of the lowest scoring designers of all time. And I'm just going to rock it. And Marquise goes, you know what? Because us self-taught designers have to stick together. And yeah. Sergio goes, oh, my God. What is it like not knowing how to do the things that I know how to do? Can you just like give me the rundown about like how ignorant you are fashion wise? Have you ever used a pattern before? This was the most ridiculous conversation to be having on episode four, Sergio. Huh? Oh and my God. Tyler. And then Tyler, we get a little edit, a little camera edit of Tyler going, oh, Sergio, let's just call him. Sergio <laughs> that's Sergio's drag name via Tyler Tyler just gave Sergio his drag name because if Tyler's name was Sergio Sergio the Sergio's drag name would be Sergio <laughs> and you'd be like but Sergio your name is Sergio it's like yeah but it's 5,000 more S's Sergio yeah you know that's you know because I don't think, because I'm like, is this a dig at, Ty at at Sergio from Tyler? Because I feel like Tyler really does like Sergio. <laughs> and a part of it is also trying to get some affirmation from the, the person who's declared themselves the alpha of the whole entire competition. And so, I mean, because Sergio goes, well, you know, because like, I've gone to the best fashion schools ever. And I can't imagine going on Project Runway not knowing my shit inside out because we're like doctors, you know, we have to know the body so well. We're like medical doctors who work in ERs. We're like people who save lives, who know the body so well that they can just snap into action stat. We know the body. I, well, I should say I know the body so well because y'all didn't go to any of the schools that I've heard of. Um, I know the body so well because I know how to pattern on the fly. You know, I just have this treasure trove of knowledge inside my gigantic head. I mean, oh my God. Anyway. Yeah, that, that was very, very self-absorbed. It was there. a lot. It was a lot. Also, Tyler is from Wyoming. I think this has something to do with it. I think there is no one in Wyoming. And Wyoming, I think, is actually the whitest state in the United States. The oh. second is Vermont, I'm pretty sure. But that's where Tyler is from. Mm. There's a real live person on the show from Wyoming, and it's Tyler. And I'm just like, this has to have been some type of formative experience. Some this this explains this must explain a lot. I don't know I don't know what, but I feel like that it's an important chapter in Tyler's life. Yeah, that that he's still on. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not a past chapter. I think it's still a current chapter. Yeah. Yeah. Tyler's got a lot of Wyoming in him. Um, 
Which is right. not a bad thing. It's not a bad no, thing. No, there's nothing but, wrong being from Wyoming. It's just that yeah. it's such a rare thing. <laughs> yeah. Because there's no one there. I mean, you know, there's relatively no one there. Um, and to have grown up there is such an interesting experience to me because it's it's like being from Idaho. I mean, I grew up in LA, yeah. so I'm sorry if you're from a um, a small town. And it's it's I'm fascinated. I mean, my parents grew up in small towns, and I would say that that's also the thing that I find so fascinating. I'm like no one, like my dad's town, I don't think had had it still to this day does not have a stoplight, and then it goes by depending on um, what side of the street you're on, two different names. And I don't think anyone from Louisiana has ever heard of his hometown. That's how small it is. Um, you know, it's the middle of the bayou. But but for Tyler to come out of there and um, to have all of these personas and all these opinions about other personas, I think is fascinating to me. Um, anyway, all right, enough about this. <laughs> Let's go into the workroom. <laughs> so... Our one day challenge officially starts with a ripping party. So they're dealing with made garments. So there's a lot of tearing, a lot of seam, unseamings, clippers. Um, Nancy's razor thing comes out. Um, it comes in handy for this challenge, I think. <laughs> so they're they're taking stuff apart, and um, then we also have our our. Uh, Oh my gosh, what do you call this? Like our our evergreen shot of Delvin um steam ironing his lab coat. Whoops, words are coming so slowly today. Um but anyway, so but Delvin, surprising to me, I think I think it's because he had a good thrift. Um Delvin's kind of chipper about um this this challenge because he got some good fabric. So he got velvets and he got some wools. And um, I wrote down his list of Goodwill items. He's not on my bracket. Like, who's, whose bracket is Delvin on? No one's? Uh, Nayland. I think he's on Nayland. Nayland's bracket. Okay. Um, yeah. We'll talk to Nayland about that soon. Um, so Delvin's got three lace skirts, two men's suits, women's jackets, and a sequin dress. I thought those was some exciting materials. Yeah. But, and I think, like, this Goodwill passed his, like, clothes snob test. <laughs> so. Yes. Yeah, I've never been to Goodwill. <laughs> I, I mean, oh wait, you never been to Goodwill? No, isn't that what Delvin said? I don't shop at Goodwill. Oh yeah, I don't do Goodwill. Oh yeah, yeah. I th I thought maybe you've you've only been to like oh other like vintage thrift stores. No, no, yeah. Delvin, Delvin was not. I, I've been to Goodwill. Okay, yes, I was about I'm to say I'm like a regular regular <laughs> goer. <laughs> no, Delvin was um not a happy camper. I would say kind of a a Debbie Downer about this because. Like, you know, what, what is this? Like, uh, you know, used clothes. But I think after going through the Goodwill in Brooklyn, downtown Brooklyn, um, he, I think Delvin might turn into a thrifter after this whole thing passes. I think we have a thrifting convert on our hands. I would hope so because I loved what he made. Oh, yes. And we'll get to that. All right. Mm -hmm. So, um, we kind of run through the workroom and we get to hear a little bit more about Chelsea who yes. had kind of a moment on the runway during, uh, at the time when Carla was giving everyone um, the brief because as she's, as they're running off to get into the van to, to, to go to Goodwill, 
um, Carla and Carly call out to Chelsea. So many K's, so many K sounds. Call out to Chelsea and they're like, we love your pants. Did you make those? And she's like, yeah, I made them. And um, so she's feeling a connection to Carly because it, it pointed out that Chelsea's pretty tall and that's also how she got into fashion is because she got into the habit of adding length to the clothes that she already had because she couldn't find clothes in her size because she's got long limbs. Um, so I, I kind of like this little moment here because it's also an introduction to, you know, there are these, I, I think a lot of them are wearing their clothes, but I think for Chelsea in particular, she's probably wearing everything that she's made. Um, and we also have Victoria from Moldova, who's mm-hmm. got two blazers and some pants. And, um, you know, she and Chelsea are kind of like having their own little back and forth. They're still workroom table mates. Um, and I would say the first red flag for me was, sorry to say, was Marquise. Because hmm. there was a moment where he goes, you know what? I'm definitely sticking to what I'm used to, which I wasn't really sure what that meant. But um, from the looks of it, it looked as if he wasn't really going to do a lot of the ripping and the deconstructing that a lot of people were doing in the workroom, that he was just kind of going to tailor a jacket. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, no, this isn't good. No, please just don't do that. I don't think that's a good way of approaching this. Oh, oh my gosh. I'm, I'm afraid that Marquise is someone who likes to cut corners. <clears throat> so that, that was a, a gigantic red flag for me. Um, <clears throat> yeah. But I mean, anyone else on, on this like day one, this is, so this is like before Christian comes in, they're all just getting a lay of the land with their materials. Anything to say about like, I don't know. Who else is there? Oh, Jeffrey, for instance. I, you know what? I loved what Je- what Jeffrey said. I don't want to reinvent crap. I just want to make my own stuff that's not crap. <laughs> I was like, yes. And by the way, he was wearing a really nice top when when Jeffrey was saying that. I was like, what? Did you make that top? Because I like that top. It was sort of like this geometric. It seemed like a two-layered garment, Ooh. and the top layer was cut out, and the, the the other layer closer to the skin was sheer, so it looked really nice. So I oh, like yeah. that. I wonder, I'm pretty sure he made that, because it also kind of looks, uh, it's like, um, I don't know, it's got that 3D quality to it. I'm pretty yeah. sure he made that. Well, that was a very nice top. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. make a whole dress out of that for Carly. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It was like what (laughs) use that that technique (laughs) but what he's doing i i think this is when we get a look at jeffrey's sketch so he's going to make some jodhpur sleeves so like those like puffy sleeves around um the elbows he's kind of already done that before i think he did that the first Mm -hmm. challenge um where the sleeves were a little exaggerated but what i like about this is that he's already made a pattern (laughs) So since it's only a one day challenge and there's no time for him to do a full out muslin for the whole thing, but he's still done something that I think is overly time consuming, (laughs) but it seems as if 
he's got his shit together and he was able to get that pattern down and you just kind of flew with it. But in my head, I'm like, did you really need a pattern to make sleeves that you probably done like a million times? Can you just drape those sleeves and then perhaps done something more to your garment? Anyway, um, just, just my thought about how Jeffrey uses his time. Um, all right. So let's move on to our time when Christian comes in. So Christian comes in to deliver some great news. And they, uh, the there's a surprise guest judge. So we'll have our normies, like our, our regular judges. But the new guest judge is going to be Laverne Cox. And yes. so, um, and Laverne Cox, you know, and I was wondering if she was some ambassador for Goodwill, but in, I guess in a way, if there were an ambassador for Goodwill, it could be Laverne Cox. Um, but it's in, essentially Goodwill, um, as Christian des, um, describes, was very formative for Laverne. It was the first place where she could shop openly or felt comfortable shopping openly in the women's section of the store. Um, and so it kind of like has this, wonderful tie in to why Laverne Cox is the guest judge, but also it's Laverne Cox. So <laughs> just, just, just a wonderful person to have on the panel. Um, and this also begins Christian time, not Carla time. I was wondering, this is my first of many times asking in my notes, where's Carla? I thought we we're going to get more Carla in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I was, I was hoping, more Carla. yeah same especially for this portion of it because you know she was there to help them pick out the materials and then you get to see them when they're ripped up and put back together and also I assumed okay if Carla's going to be the mentor and that's what Carly said that Carla's going to be the mentor this episode then that meant that perhaps Christian Siriana was doing something for the CFDA event which I think is totally um, understandable you know if 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 Christian has to dress somebody like this seems like a major event um, and he's busy. So I would understand that if he had, had to take an episode off <laughs> to, to work. So anyway, but that's not happening. Christian's in, in the workroom. Um, all right. So, so let's get to it. We're back at Tyler. According to Christian, Tyler is making a sailor costume. Um, what did you think about this interaction here with Christian trying to, trying, trying to offer some feedback on what Tyler yeah. was starting off with? I thought Christian again asks a question that does not need to be asked and should just get to the direct point. Mm-hmm. So Christian says something like, do you think that looks a little bit like kind of maybe possibly a sailor outfit? <laughs> it's sort of like, Christian, just say what you're going to say next, which is, I don't think it's Carly. It's not that exciting. Yes. You know, and just start with that, Christian. Like, but instead we get like, again, the snark kind of like head, head bobble. And I really think it's best for, especially someone like Tyler. Okay. Not even just someone like Tyler, but a contestant who is stressed um, to not have to deal with interpreting snark, right? And just mm-hmm. kind of get direction. So I think that Christian was right. Yes, it's it's to Sailor. It's not Carly. But the way that that was delivered was like, oh, do you think that this is maybe possibly blah, blah, blah? I, no, 
just yeah. say yeah say this statement and that and leave it at that yeah. you know I mean it was I do think right I mean because <laughs> I do this a lot and because <laughs> I'm like is that shade <laughs> I have no idea what shade is um, but apparently I've been told that I'm very shady, but I don't, I don't know what it is. So, so the people in my life who've told me that have had to point at me when I've been shady and be like, that's shade or I'm like, oh, okay. All right. But I still don't really get it. But at this moment it felt, it felt like shade. So if it weren't, if it weren't shade, then it felt like it because I, I think it put Tyler on his heels a little bit because of the way he asked that question. And I think I agree. It would have been so much more to the point and also especially for Tyler to keep him on track as to what this challenge is about. Um, but, I'll, but I have to point out that um, so in, in this interaction, they, they bring down what Tyler is working with and Tyler, Tyler is working with two prom gowns, a Navy blue suit and white slacks. <laughs> yeah. Two, Why? Okay. <laughs> two prom gowns and I'm pretty sure the white slacks weren't just white I think that's where this pinstripeness is coming from that Christian's picking up on um but also the use of these uh there these giant gold buttons that I'm pretty sure came off of the navy blue suit that um Tyler wants to wear but it's like thinking of a navy blue suit with white slacks and um, this idea of a sailor, like it just, it does seem that way, but um, man, I, yeah, I kind of agree that there's a certain way you had to talk to him. Um, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. And also like, how does this translate into a CFDA event? Yes. Right away. It's like red flags going off. Like this is CFDA in Paris. Yes. <laughs> Right. Not okay. Not anywhere else. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of, and this is, I think what, where I would have been asking a lot of questions because, you know, if I've never been to Paris, if I've never been to a CFDA event, or if I've, I don't know if there are any holes in my knowledge or in my experience, then I would have been asking some questions. I'm like, okay. So I was going for this particular aesthetic with stripes and with these, um, outsized lines this halter top so what about this doesn't seem like paris to you christian or what could make it more paris but um yeah yeah, i think tyler thinks he already knows so but in here tyler was sort of like oh yeah okay i get it it seemed like there was some hope but not really (laughs) no 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 it was a very 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 much masked in I just don't and also this this idea of like the the buzzword for Tyler is is costume. So mm. it's like um oh yeah, no there're just there're just too many other things that he was more worried about. And I and, and I think Paris and CFDA were probably fifth on his list and first on his list was don't make a costume because Nina said you know the very first challenge that I make costumes and I you know I don't think there's anything worse you can say about a designer than that they make costumes or something like that um yeah, yeah. um all right next we have Shavi who's in a moto direction um because apparently okay so Shavi is making 
this moto jacket. That's 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 where that's the direction that he's going in. And uh, Christian kind of green lights that or 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 uh, what do you call it? Thumbs up that <laughs> or checks that as yay. Anyway. And but apparently because everyone else in the room ran to the suit section, uh, which is something that I didn't notice before. Like I noticed in, in Goodwill that Chelsea, because she's on my bracket, I, I mean, I was just eyeing everyone's cart. But Chelsea, way too much denim. Like I just was so worried about that denim from yeah. the get go. And and then Shavi, who also ran to the suit section, but is playing on a moto jacket in terms of how to how to how to you know drum up this idea of an American woman in Paris which I think is could be could be great the only my only um, apprehension is or my only worry is that we've seen a lot of moto jackets um especially on Project Runway but um if it's something that you're going to distinguish yourself amongst all the other suit materials that people got then fine that's great yeah yeah yeah, well said. Yeah, um, but I thought Brittany was making something really beautiful. So she's up next, and she's got these skirts for sleeves <laughs> thing going on. Um, and she, I thought she was at the beginning of making something that I thought was really interesting and graphic um, and had a lot of movement and was definitely not a suit, or I would say, or even like a like a tailored dark suit like everyone else is making so yeah yeah um and so i mentioned chelsea before so chelsea is next we have only denim and in my notes i wrote i'm scared um so they have this conversation and this is what i mentioned on our bracket battle episode that chelsea has been riding in the middle this whole time. And Chelsea, I'm banking on her to be my dark horse, to come from behind, to have this, like, I think she's a ball of potential. And she has she has a competitive vibe here because she's like, you know, I would like to be in front of the judges, but for a good thing. And I'm like, yes, just keep that in mind. Don't just get in front of the judges for just making just a, like, a, whatever just a whatever piece of thing like just just keep it in your head chelsea keep it elevated and get into the top three let's just do it anyway so yeah yeah i hope so yeah. I'm, I'm rooting for her i really am yeah i really like chelsea um all right so christian takes off and as he's leaving we get a bird's eye view into shavi's process um, which involves a substantial amount of self-talk out loud. Um, Shavi has full-on conversations with himself, which he calls a meeting of the minds. And I have to say that I really love this moment because it's it's just, it's hilarious. But also he was having really deep conversations with himself. <laughs> like... And I think almost in like double voices, like two, two different voices. Like you could tell who was asking and who was answering and there are two different Shavis there. So just like, I love this. Um, <laughs> but we also get a little bit into um, 
Nancy's process as well, because Nancy is figuring out a jean skirt for Carly. Um, And um, she's trying, she's again, like trying to figure out ways to make it innovative and thinking about this American aesthetic, which is why Chelsea is using denim, which is why Shavi is is making a moto jacket and which is why Nancy's making a jean skirt. Um, And so I'm like, people so far are kind of on this interesting track, except for Tyler. All right. So (laughs) Sergio and Delvin, there is a moment where Sergio and Delvin start chiming in on Tyler's work after Christian leaves. And Sergio comes over and is like, you know, why don't you make a Palazzo pant out of a couple pair of pants? Why don't you just do this out of that? Because if you're using this fabric, they're going to ream you for that. And um, yeah, it's just, it's all a part of Sergio's humanitarian project, which is his life. Because, you know, he's so open to helping another person because at the end of the day, if he dies, if he leaves this earth, Oh my God. And he's the only one who knows the things that he knows. All this illuminated knowledge. Where's it? No, there's going to be a gap in history, Patricia. There's going to be a large gap of information that no one else is going to be able to get. (laughs) Say it again. Are you saying good for us? I said the world will not be the same. Yeah, no, I, you know, I, I see where he's going with that. You know, when they're writing the timelines of fashion, there's going to be a chunk along that line. Let's say, let's say Sergio dies tomorrow. So between 2019 and 2021, there's going to be nothing there because Sergio is dead. I picked an egomaniac yeah. from my bracket, y'all. I am so... Worried. Oh, you knew that. I mean, you knew that. I, you know, I thought that was part of the plan. No, no. I don't know why. I think in the way that I think that Chelsea is a is just a ball of potential. I think the same. I don't know why I did this to myself. This whole time, I got halfway through this episode. Maybe a part of it was because I still was sporting a bit of a fever the first time I watched this. And I was I was just going through it. I'm like, man, Sergio is a piece of shit. Man, Sergio's terrible. Sergio's the worst. And then halfway through, I'm like, Sergio's on my bracket. Oh, God. I'm not. I mean, I can't even bring myself to. It's fine. But OK, I will say that Sergio is an earnest asshole. Because hmm. I really do believe just how Tyler is unaware that no one else dresses like Jackie O in their daily lives or that Carly Kloss, um, <laughs> that Carly Kloss is, <laughs> is a very specific type of person and that we all are specific type of pe- types of people and that we are individual birds just finding our ways in life, that Sergio is earnest, is, is earnestly, um, a, you know, a conceited motherfucker. Mm. Like I, I feel like he and, and Sergio is bringing out all of the curse words that that remain in my body because <laughs> because there is this <laughs> because there is this um there is this honesty towards it. Like I don't believe that he's playing a game. I don't believe that he's trying to one up people. When he went over to Tyler to help him, I do believe he thought he was helping Tyler. I feel like that's sort of like Sergio's saving grace in, in all of this. 
So you disagree with, with Delvin when Delvin said, oh, there's one word for this, sabotage. I don't agree. I think Delvin's a sabotager. I think a Del- I think Delvin's a saboteur or, or Delvin has it within him to be a saboteur. But I don't I don't I don't think Sergio would knowingly sabotage anyone. Hmm. Yeah, it's it to me. I, I that's that's what I truly believe. I don't know. if Do you do you disagree? I don't know. I think that when people are that full of themselves in the way that Sergio is, they can kind of be accidental saboteurs. Yeah. Yeah. That's the, I, yes. Um, but I don't know if, if, if Sergio means it or not. I don't know. Yeah. I think Sergio is someone who will take you down with a smile on his face and you would think like, are you a psychopath? But I don't think he's a psychopath. I think, I, I just honestly believe that he's just earnestly who he is and that just happens to be an asshole, like an utter, utter douche. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, oh man, my bracket. Oh, it's so it's time. So let's, is there anything else you wanted to, to say about the interaction or any other questions or? No, no. Okay. All right. Just that, you know, Tyler's still not getting the memo. <laughs> no, still not. And it's only a one day challenge. So he has even less time this time to not get memos. All right. Yeah. So now it's time for the Carly Brigade, because this is something that I also forgot to mention at the top of the of the episode. So when Carly was passing out all of the model cards for this week, she goes, we've done something a little different with the model casting this week. It's because they've casted a bunch of tall white skinny blonde women (laughs) um which i think is fascinating um it is a way of doing this i will remind all of us to the project runway canon um because when the designers would design for heidi klum they would not do this they would not change up the models for heidi klum um but i would have to say that i always wondered how are they going to fit this onto Heidi if the other model was had like, you know, well, I would say that the models never really had drastically different measurements from Heidi um, until the last couple of um, seasons when they started bringing on um, plus size models and models who were of different heights and different curves. Um, but for this notion or for this moment, um, Carly did not want any mistakes here or or did not want any um differences so they it seems like all of these women have pretty much the same um dimensions or the same measurements i should say um and but different heights i would say they're not all of the same height and i I think it would probably be hard to get someone who is um you know who exactly matches matches carly so they kind of march on in and um they go through their fitting. And I mean, the one thing that to me that stuck out was that it looks like Victoria is done. <laughs> so, but the- you know what? Can I say one thing about yeah. the Carly army? Oh, the yes. The army of Carly? Yes. I, I thought that was so strange. Oh, man. What was strange about I just it? thought that was strange because I thought, okay, so Carly is beautiful. Carly is a successful model for many different valid reasons right Right. like not just because i say so but because of experts have deemed it so right and also she's good at her job right yeah hands down 
here's somebody who's good at their job, right? So, but I was really confused. So if someone is the same height as you and measurements that you, must they all be blonde? Must right. they all be like, not, I don't know. That, that, I don't know why I felt so weird about that, but I did. Because you're looking for how a garment looks so you can only really imagine yourself on a garment on a body that is as blonde as you, yeah. in addition to being thin as you, and with the same measurements as you. Which, by the way, valid. You have to step onto that garment, like you have to wear it, right? Right. So I understand them having to be the same measurements. Right. But I don't know why I thought that was weird, but I did. So thank you for reminding me that that wasn't always <laughs> the case in the Project Runway canon, because I thought that was a very strange message to send on national television yeah and i think in a, in a, I don't know. wait what i don't know how else to say it but it yeah i, I mean because there was like a gleefulness to carly when she was passing out those model cards and um it because it, and i would say the gleefulness made me think that this was her request or she i'm just assuming that she had a hand in it but it it wasn't really I, I, I'm wondering if they were going for a sight gag or something that was kind of humorous because they had the like the military marching in the yeah. background and everything. But, you know, and they all came in with their high ponytail and black um, tank tops and black pants. They just kind of all looked like they were going on for ghosties where the ghostie asked for a tall blonde white woman. And it's like, all right. But on top of it, it's like we have these amazing models who have been on the show. We've known them and the designers know them as well. And, you know, I'm not going to say this for the runway. These weren't great models. <laughs> like, I mean, mm -hmm. the way they walked, some of them, some of them were okay. But compared to the models that we're used to on this show, and I would say that in the past couple of seasons, the models on Project Runway have gotten exponentially better. Like they're amazing walkers. They know how to work those reveals and those twirls, whatever. And these girls just kind of came in, just stomping through. And um, I don't know. I, I just, I just thought it was, it, I, I agree. I thought it was kind of unnecessary and, they were treated also like one-offs in a way that I I was like, I don't know. This is really strange going from um, a workroom where the, the, the designers are um, getting to know their models. They're forming relationships with one another. There are There's chemistry. And then you have this brigade come in, you know? No one's introduced. No one has a name. They're all Carly. It was weird. Yeah. I just thought, I don't know, like if, okay, I'm just going to make a ridiculous suggestion. Like you, you would not... But, like, if Naomi Campbell walked in there wearing one of those outfits, you'd be like, oh, I can't see myself wearing yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like, really? Like, I don't know. I, I mean, I and that's know. also how we all look at clothes, period. You know, and I would say, like, it's also how, in particular, uh, you know, like, the runway is predominantly white. That's how people of color look at clothes all the time. It's like, I see mm -hmm. mostly white bodies in clothes yeah. that I would like to wear and I have to stretch my imagination. I actually don't have to because I was raised in this country. And so I'm just, it's second nature to do it where I know what colors look good on me. I know what fits and, and what type of um, shapes I like. And also even people of different sizes and the people who have different 
body types have to do that all the time. And so it's interesting. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. The more we talk about this, Patricia. Okay. I have a soapbox now <laughs> under my feet because the more we Please. look at it, it's like of all people who don't have to do that, that's Carly Kloss. Like yes. women who look like her yeah. and women who are of her size don't have to really stretch their imaginations to imagine what would it look like for me to wear that. And I, I, I agree with you. It really is not that big of a deal if you had, you know, Iman coming down the runway or Naomi Campbell or yeah. uh, who will, uh, uh, oh my God, whoever. whoever, anyone else, anyone else who is not um, a tall white woman who's also blonde, who looks exactly like you. This to me, maybe it was a power move that she made in, in, in a producer chair or something, she, you know, it's like, uh, it's for me. This is all about me. And so then I want all the models to look like me. Which is fine, but I'm like, my God, that's what a that's what a mirror is for, or at most a three way mirror. <laughs> like you put the garment on and you look at it on your actual body. Yeah. Like, you don't. I don't know. Like. Yeah. 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 All right. Anyway. Yeah, we we can talk about this all day long. Um. Oh my <laughs> yes, gosh. <we> <laughs> uh, but it, but anything about this fitting time besides the. The like the the creepy Carliness of it. <laughs> no, you know I didn't think it was creepy. I just thought it was a very odd choice and a very kind of careless choice mm-hmm. to, to make. Just like really, they you can only see yourself wearing things that are the only other blonde people with your measurements can wear. Okay, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, no, nothing else besides okay. that, which is enough. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's just like uh, what I what I also took from this is that I think, yeah, there's not not much happens because, you know, we don't know. I mean, it, everything seems to go fine. Um, the only problem was with I, th- I think off the bat was with um, Marquise. <laughs> um, and again, uh, Christian kind of brings the snark on over and is like she literally looks like a Britney uh, the school teacher from that Britney Spears video which I don't remember but I think that's the woman who like had glasses and had a ruler maybe she like slapped her hand I don't remember and all Marquis says is but I love it and (laughs) (laughs) it's like and you know what's funny like I've never even seen that video but today at drag brunch um they had a little like lip syncing thing and pulling people from from the from the brunch seats and this one person got up someone who was just eating eating there like eating their meal or whatever and they said hey come on over dance with us Aww. and this person who you know I, I i don't know but i'll just say assigned female at birth this person did that britney dance <gasps> from that video which i've never even seen but i know because people have told me oh that's the video dance oh my did god did it to a t he oh, you had the greatest brunch ever. Oh my god, to the point where the the host was like, "Have you thought about doing drag?" <laughs> <laughs> and me and my friend looked at each other like, "Yes." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have you like, "Wow." Oh my you know, goodness. so that was hilarious. And I actually thought about the show when <laughs> <laughs> when that happened. I was like, "Wow." Oh I my gosh. He's like, have you have you ever thought of um, <laughs> being a model or modeling this like pinstripe half suit that <laughs> with like the cold shoulders? Anyway, 
But oh, that sounds amazing. You, you gotta and, come. Yeah, yeah, man. Oh, anyway, so I I don't know. I mean, I there's nothing more I can say about this. I mean, I you know it was just a worrisome thing because so okay so in this Victoria's done but Marquise also seems to be done but he shouldn't be done <laughs> like Victoria's okay I think being finished but Marquise is getting some looks from Siriano about his Britney moment um so yeah yeah anyway and also where's Carla I just it's a moment yeah. another part where I would love to have seen a Carla all right. Um, so Victoria from Moldova has what I call a fast off. Oh. I'm not using that right, but kind of like a face off, but a fast off with Delvin because mm-hmm. now she's kind of lurking around the, the, the workroom. Every episode we've had someone finished early lurking around the workroom. So one day it's Marquise and then three days as Delvin and then this time Delvin's not done but Victoria is and she is just rubbing it in Delvin's face it's so funny yeah because I think she's been side-eyeing him for weeks and we just haven't we haven't been privy to this like secret competition she's had with Delvin she's like I'm a fast sewer I'm a fast sewer too (laughs) I hate slow people (laughs) she does that's me. I'm like, oh man, because she said it with the sweetest face. She's like, I just, I hate it. I hate them. I hate them. I want them to die. I think they all should, you know, not do anything near me. If you are slow, oh, I mean, God bless whoever is on her her team. Um, and I believe next week is a team challenge. Oh my God, if you're a slow, cha- if you're a slow sewer and you're on Victoria's team, man, it's like guaranteed drama there. All right. Um, also, Tyler, again, is asking Sergio for help. Hmm. There is a moment where I think they're laying out a pattern on the floor. And this is, again, where I'm like, they're friends. They're totally friends. They like each other. They want to be friends, but they just hate each other too much to properly be friends. But they yeah. want to be friends. Yeah, yeah they want to <laughs> be friends. Um, and so, again, with li- with nine minutes left to the end of the day, my my dear beloved Xavi tears a hole in his skirt with some scissors and he's automatically over it and leaves like just kind of rushes out of, out of the workroom for the day. Um, but back in the penthouse, Shavi <laughs> kind of throws what I call like a low key tantrum. Like it was a very, it was very, uh, um, I would say, uh, I don't know, just, it was just like an undercurrent of, of something else. And he kind of turns into, to me, into Terminator 2. There's something about the shape of Shavi's head and his haircut that reminds me of the Terminator from the second, from the sequel. And then Shavi goes in this rant because someone's like, oh, yeah, so because you're almost done, right, Shavi? He's like, I tore a hole in my skirt. And so I have to go back in tomorrow and do things that I didn't want to have to do because I was supposed to be done. And his eyes go dark and then he like morphs into like this other person. I'm just like, oh no, this isn't good. This isn't good. Like Shavi is, is slowly unraveling. Um, yeah. yeah. So this, this worried me quite a bit. All right. We jump to the morning of 
And again, we open with a Sergio Tyler conversation. Sergio doesn't eat dairy because of inflammation, but he's eating a bagel. But everything in this competition can send you over the edge. Anything, anything, even eating a a bite of cheese. I don't know. Does that make sense to you? Even a glass of milk. You can't even have some freaking milk. Eat a cookie, Sergio. No, he's, he's eating a bagel, which if you want to talk about inflammation, I can talk about inflammation with you all day. I think we both can. So it's like, you're, he's like, no, you know, I know I stay away from the things that I think will deter me from my goal. I am a machine. And so it's like Sergio is the actual Terminator. But um, anyway, it's like, uh, this is the point in my, my, this is the point in, in the show where I had a meltdown in my notes. So, you know, I kind of like reared my head on my fever because in my notes I wrote, fuck this dude. I think I may just forfeit him because I don't give a shit. I'm regretting my choice. Ugh, exclamation point, exclamation point. Well, I'm regretting my choice, you know, so (laughs) we're on the same train. We're both having a moment. Uh, All right. Uh, We were just so optimistic. Anyway, so because Tyler tells Sergio that he woke up at 2.30 in the morning and had an epiphany. And at this moment, I was feeling optimistic for our dear Tyler. And but in my notes, I wrote, why are they even friends? Because at this point, I was pretty sure that they're friends. But um, <laughs> I was not I was not OK about that. All right. So let's let's go back into the workroom so we can figure out what this epiphany from Tyler is, because this is runway day. They have two hours left. Um, and, you know. Christian comes over, we comes in. We still don't have Carla. I th- I think we have do we have Carla yet? I think we do. We do have Carla. But later. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So 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 yeah, so Carla and Christian comes in. Christian comes in. Um and then Christian is just sort of like raining his this tyranny of terror all over the workroom though. And he goes to Shavi first. And I think this is before Carla is tagging along and <laughs> Christian comes over and thinks it's normal Shavi and goes, everything's done. Everything's right. Everything's fabulous. Right. But he doesn't realize that it's actually Terminator Shavi. And then Christian, <laughs> Christian sees the, the eyes go dark. And then <laughs> Shavi turns to him and just basically, I didn't write that exact quote, but essentially he tells Christian, get the fuck out of my face. And then Christian leaves because he, he, he reads it. The writing is on the wall. Like Shavi is not in good shape. And the best thing for for Shavi is for Christian to leave. Just just go. So, um, yeah, yeah, man. Um, But yeah, but Carla is also in to give like last minute tweaks and fixes and her approval for things and to be another Marnie, which is just wonderful. So um, anything anything she did make any sense to you? here and I because I, I thought she was helpful but we just got like quick like you know here's and there's I thought I thought Carla was very helpful and very direct right just mm-hmm. kind of said oh here's what you have to do here's what I think here's what I see yeah yeah you know didn't make anybody work through to read through snark you know at the same time, like, I really don't like being so harsh on Christian. I really mm-hmm. don't because I really also appreciate 
um, the energy that Christian brings, which is, hey, if we were to shuffle time and space, I could be one of you. You know, he doesn't yeah. come in with, I'm better than you. He comes in with like, hey, like we are all peers. And I really appreciate that energy. I yeah. really, really do. Yeah. You know, at the same time, I think, I, I think Christian could be clearer with feedback. Yeah, yeah, he could be. I think there's a little, maybe there is a little bit of that um, timidity there that I'm, I'm and okay and hopefully this is something that Christian will grow into because Carla coming in and saying like okay do this what about this what about that and you know um doing like look at this shoe look at that shoe maybe this is something that will I don't know whatever you know she waved her magic wand of 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 experience and and did crazy amazing things because Christian does have that like Christian has a wealth of knowledge but um, I think he's doing a lot of other things at the same time, um, you know, kind of keeping them on track time wise and surveying the room or whatever. But um, I think there's a little I think Christian really does get anxious about the time running down. <laughs> and so perhaps I don't know, is not I don't know. I, I'm hoping that he grows into that role of being more clear and being able to put his thoughts together as to actually how to be more practically helpful in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. And less anxiety producing because even Carla on this episode said something like, oh, Christian is stressing me out. And oh. um, my, my queen boy, Tyler said, Oh, that's what he does. And I was like, Oh, 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 <laughs> but, but yeah, I think, that's one thing that I think Christian, if Christian and I were pals, I would say, Christian, you have, like think about giving feedback in a way that doesn't yeah. make other people more anxious than they already are because they have something here, or at least they're operating under that, you know. But I, you know, because if, okay, because for I, the one time I want a Christian to say something is when Tyler looked at him with his model dressed in the full outfit and he turns around and goes, I mean, you cannot tell me she's not eating shrimp in Kennebunkport. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, is this Paris or is this Maine? Where is she going, Tyler? Oh. Like, actually, where is she going? And I think that was just was she taking the Hampton Jitney. Like, I know. <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> Not even a helicopter. You don't think that she would ride her happy ass down to the docks on the pier off of Wall Street and take a helicopter? That was a jitney outfit. I know. I think that's great. No, but in that moment, it's like oh. all Christian had to say, like, is she going? Where is she going? Is she going to Paris? Or is she riding the gym jitney to the Hamptons? <laughs> but I think for Tyler, it would have been the same. It's like, well, you know, maybe one day she's riding the jitney to to kind of bunk port. I'm sorry, she's riding the jitney to Montauk, and then the other day she's riding the jitney to Paris. It's like that's not Tyler. It's impossible. It's impossible to do the same thing. And I, you know, for some reason, Tyler thinks those things are equal. So out of control. <sighs> Oh my God. So crazy. Okay. I'm using up all of my energy on, on just this one, this first part, because <laughs> I'm not, I'm like, I'm in like 80% today. So let me, let me hold it back a little bit. All right. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you... 
<laughs> Are you ready to get to the runway? Yes. Okay. So let's get to the runway. And so Carly stomps out with another shade of red power shoulder thing. Um, she's wearing this like burgundy dress that's kind of, it looks like it's pleated or tied in from the front and um, introduces it, reintroduces a challenge for our, um, our designers. And we have our, again, our normie judges, um, Elaine Welteroth, Nina Garcia, Brandon Maxwell. And then we also have ride or die for Goodwill Laverne Cox. And um, yeah, that's, I think that's it. And I think I've said this, like the winner of this gets to dress, dress to dress Carly for this yeah, event. For, for a CFDA event that seems in to Paris. Be imminent. Okay. Yeah. All right. So let's start this off. Our first designer. Um, oh, whoops. Before I, I, I do that, listeners. This is your time to click on your show notes and to click the link to get the cheat sheet, which has all the final looks listed in runway order. So we start with someone that we really didn't get a lot of, um, a lot to, uh, we didn't see a lot of during the show, um, Jeffrey. So Jeffrey's look is first with the jodhpur sleeves. Um, yeah. Any, any thoughts on, on this one here? I loved the back of this dress. Loved the back of it. But the front, I, I just, I, I didn't, I wasn't into it. Yeah. And I, I, for some reason, I wanted the, you know, and I, and it's just because of the fabric that he chose. Like, I wanted those sleeves to have a little bit more movement to them. They were too stiff for me. But it's kind of clear in how he's constructed this that he's, you know, he's he's good at this. And I, you know, like the, the cuffs seemed kind of cool, but I agree with you. Like that keyhole thing in the front, um, it has this, I don't know. It just seems so normal in a weird way with those sleeves. Like the sleeves are amazing, but then the rest of it just seemed very, very drab to me. Yeah. I, I don't think that, that to me did not say CFDA fashion event anywhere, let alone Paris. Yeah, no. Um, okay, next is Victoria from Moldova. So this came out and it sent Laverne back in her seat. Like she she had a she had a sit back moment. Um, that would be cute. I love that. But I'm a big La- I love Laverne. So. <laughs> um, but yeah, I okay. Same thing with last week, where there's just a lot going on here. And yeah. it's it, to me, it is a uh, a reminiscent <laughs> of what she's made before, but it, it so it so it kind of it kind of leans toward the strappiness and the half and halfness of her work, which you know the judges use the word that I think I've been looking for, which is well, no, I'm not looking for asymmetry. Like I know asymmetry to me, this is not there is asymmetry here. But there also is this, um, this 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 half and half thing going on, um, where um, she's working with this imbalance of materials on one side of the body, which I think is fascinating. But I will also say that, and I've watched this show a few times. That at first, you know, Jeffrey talked about how people were using the materials as they were, and how that was a cop out. 
And I think that Victoria used the materials as is, but in a way that I think helped her um, time-wise, but also design-wise as well, because it's pretty recognizable as this, you know, suit top, but it's twisted and different enough where it looks interesting. Um, Cause I wasn't happy with the color only because the whole room rushed to that suit section and only ended up using that stuff. And, um, you know, I, I would love to have seen, um, you know, just more colors and especially it's, it's Paris. And this to me feels more um, kind of cliche New York in a way, yeah. but I, the shoulders and the arms I thought were amazing. I just, I just thought to me, the shoulders and the arms were the best thing about this garment. You know, I liked everything above the belt. Mm -hmm. um, but the sleeves at the end, I thought, what is that? I didn't mind. I, I like the shoulders. But after the elbow, I sort of thought, well, why are they? I didn't understand. It was, as you said, too much stuff going on. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, way too much stuff going on. And you know what? Below the belt... There's this, um, I love reconstruction, but that double layer of what seems like the bottom of a jacket mm -hmm. that goes on the front. Um, first of all, I think this is too short for Carly. How, how can Carly sit down in this? Right? This is another thing about this dress that I didn't like, because I thought, yes, Carly's tall. Yes, you want to show off the leg. Fine, fine, fine. But how can someone sit in this? Because it's a little too short, especially with a little, um, that little zigzaggy flap front thing. Mm -hmm. But that little front double flap of coat on the front, I thought that was very unnecessary. And I thought, you know what I thought about? It? I was like, okay, last week or two weeks ago, orange samosa, this week, gothic pakora. <laughs> it was like the gothic. <laughs> gothic onion pakora on the side and i am sort of like oh no this is too much too much too much too much oh my god yeah i mean victoria from moldova has made like the most impractical clothes on this show so far <laughs> and everyone loves it the judges eat this up they love it they loved it they loved it but i think also okay in relation to everything else, it stood out. And I, I, I also think that Victoria is very talented, without yes. a doubt. Yes. Very talented. This is unquestionable. Um, but just, again, maybe this is the fast thinking, doing too much for something that could be a lot simpler and a lot more... Um, This is the kind of outfit that is very easy to overtake who's wearing it because there's so much going on. Hmm. And Carly, Carly doesn't strike me as someone who on her off time or when or when Carly is representing, you know, American fashion somewhere wants to be wearing something that overtakes her already existing personality. Right. Yeah. So that was something I thought about when I was looking at the bottom part of this outfit. Yeah. You know? Top is great, and I love everything from the um, waist up and, and elbows up. Love it. <laughs> I mean, because I are it's okay. Because I'm still confused about her style, about Carly's style. I mean, because don't you remember at the beginning of the show, 
Carla mentions that even though Carly is insanely tall, she doesn't like short things. She doesn't tend to like things short. And it's up to me because Heidi Klum is all about her legs and Carly Kloss appears to be uh, kind of hot and cold on that because there is that one episode where she wore that gold piece and that was very short because the gold piece she wore a couple of episodes ago seems to me just like slightly um, longer than this outfit. And I, you know, in, in a way, like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, uh, see it as something that's off putting in terms of it being too short because I've seen her in something that is kind of that short, but she's also to me confusing in that she will call out something for being insanely short. She's like, and I'm a tall girl. And so I, you know, if I say it's short then it's really short, but, um, yeah, no, I, and, and I think that is, that's a point um of will she even really be able to sit in this and thinking of if victoria had taken note of carla's note oh gosh if coral if, if victoria had internalized carla's note about length then um i don't think this actually i think it could have worked longer i i don't think you really yeah, lose anything if you do put some length on it and even yes. if you make it into a pant I agree. And, keep and, the even top. It, and longer, I think if it was like two, three inches longer, it did not need to be, you know, prude length. <laughs> oh man, if it were longer, then I'd wear it. <laughs> I would. No, but it's like it, it didn't need to go below the knee. Yeah, you know, when, yeah, yeah. Even though I like, especially for somebody who's tall. Right, right. Oh man, if it were long, if it were lower, man. Okay. If it were lower, I mean, I think if it were lower with that um, kind of suit suiting, I think it could risk looking very like Mary Poppins, you know, I don't know, um, <laughs> business drag or something. Yeah. Mm. So it, I, Or yeah, serious, the, you mean, like, like just a little bit stuffier, not necessarily something uh, that would be appropriate for CFD at exactly, Paris. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> okay. All right, so let's move on. Next, mm. we have Nancy. Yeah. So I made a note because this walks down the runway, and um, you can tell from the um from from the cheat sheet that there are those cutouts at the bottom, and Carly didn't like them. Okay, so talk about being confused here. Because Carly didn't like these holes or uh, seemingly, seemingly didn't like them. She's like, why are there holes down there? And Brendan goes, so to show off your amazing gams. And she goes, no. And I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Do you hate your legs? You're a model. This is so confusing. I don't get it. So, mm. yeah. So I'm just like, in, in my notes, I'm like, you wore a super short dress last week. <laughs> like, come on. What, what is this? So I'm, you know, I'm just wondering, just wondering what carly's relationship with her own style is anyway so yeah what are your your thoughts on this we have um a jean shirt and then a repurposed button-down pink button-down shirt i thought this shirt was amazing um i the skirt eh, whatever but i thought well i did think it was a little too long Mm. i also did not understand this like button there's the and actually the photograph that you chose for the cheat sheet shows this very well yeah. about like 
inches from the, from the waist level or the top of the skirt. Yeah, because there's, there's another a... kind of a waistband there. It's like double waistband. Yeah, why? What's yeah. up with that? I don't get that. What does that add? What does that do? Uh, it's not a button fly skirt, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it's, there's nothing needs to signal that. So, uh, although that's kind of hilarious if it was a button fly jean skirt. I mean, hilarious. <laughs> but not relevant, not right for this challenge. So... <laughs> But I thought this was not, I thought this was a great look, but this to me is like supermodel in trainers, goes to get a croissant in Paris in the morning. You know, this is not for the event itself. Mm-hmm. That said, I thought it was a stunning look. <laughs> yeah, I mean, same, because I, again, I can't imagine her wearing a jean skirt to the CFDA in Paris, unless it's an incredibly special jean skirt, which is what I think Nancy was trying to do. And, yeah. and you know, she said that in the workroom. She's like, I'm trying to make a new jean skirt or a, a twist yeah. on a jean skirt. And so, you know, adding things and taking out some stuff. But I think what kind of worked against her was the wash. It's so dark <laughs> that mm. it feels, um, it doesn't feel evening in a way that is kind of like kind of chic casual. And I don't think, I don't think Paris is chic casual. Am I right? I mean, I've never, I mean, I've been to Paris, but I've never been to anything like a CFDA, a CFDA. If, I mean, I've, yeah. You know, I've, Cause like, I, I around going to a film festival, like yeah. train, you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have been to Cannes. But it's like you haven't been like a, I I don't think a sheet casual this is this is what that is to me, um, yeah. And it's something that you would wear to, I would say like a very um, special brunch. <laughs> or I agree. Brunch is on agree. the mind, but and you know, yeah. This reminds me of like if if like Nan. Okay, I don't even know how to say it, but this is very like new take on Grace Kelly. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, um, this kind of look and yeah. this kind of styling. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, because I I kind of like how the shirt looks really rumpled from the front, um, mm-hmm. but this is something that I definitely think that would have benefited from some other take on Americana. Um, and I don't know, like, I don't know how, how to, how to save this, but just, I just thought that they don't go together for this event, but mm. they're, they're, I, I, I like them both separately. So. Yeah, I agree. All right. Next is Da Young. And... No, I thought it was Delvin. Delvin? Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Whoops. Yes. Delvin. Sorry. That was not a Freudian slip. <laughs> <laughs> Um, slipped my mind. Yeah. So next is Delvin, and yeah, you love this outfit. I wait. Did I say that? You well, you I, said I you liked like it. it. I shouldn't say. I oh, did I love like it. Should, like, <laughs> I did like it. Make a an lot. exclamation point on that. I liked all the sparkle, but I like sparkly things. Yeah, I thought this was amazing. I I loved how it walked. I really liked the the cut of the pant. I thought he draped it beautifully. And, you know, and Carly made a comment. She's like, I can't believe they found these amazingly luxurious fabrics at Goodwill. And she's like, Delvin has an eye. And yeah, got some sequins and made that sequins dress or found some lace and made that into a sleeve. But um, 
I I just thought it was incredibly chic and could yeah. look so great with some like wonky accessories and would but just be so fun to wear. And I think this would look amazing on Carly. I think yeah. this on yeah. Carly would look like I don't know, it would just look great. Yeah. Yeah, cuz it's special and um and I'm looking at a little replay because there is a there's a moment um, if you can see around the lapel where it's all sparkly there. And I do believe that he applied that sparkle somehow. Um, yeah. It's just the way he used the materials was, was just really wonderful and so flattering. And yeah. I'm wondering if, you know, no, cause she, I mean, every, like a lot of the people were, 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 were in black. Like, I don't, I don't know. Spoiler alert. Why this was safe. <laughs> so I do not understand that at all. And, you know, one of the things that I loved about this look is because on the show we're used to Carly, the supermodel, but Carly is also an entrepreneur. And when yes. Carly goes to the CFDA in Paris, she's representing American fashion. She's representing a lot of things, but also themselves, herself as an entrepreneur. And this mm -hmm. outfit encapsulates all of that in, um, I think, the formality that a CFDA Paris usually requires. And oh, yeah. I, I don't, I've, I've never been to it. I've only seen pictures, you know, so I don't really know, no. Um, but that's how I, how I view it. Yeah. Um, I am, I was also surprised that this was safe. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> I know it probably had pockets too. Like, if, I mean, man. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Oh, it was a great piece. All right. Um, now we're on to die young. Yes, we are. What did you think about it? Too casual. I agree. It's like it's like streetwear, supermodel yeah. streetwear. Just really, but but still great. I liked it, but again, not appropriate. Um, I am just I'm just liking to get to see a little bit of what Dayoung can do, and so you know she paired it with these cool shoes, which was a call from Carla. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if this is something that you would wear to Paris CFDA because Carla saw nothing wrong with this especially in the sketch that Diane showed her and she's like, I'm going to, I'm going to pair it with some Bermuda shorts. But um, again, going back to Carla's note about Carly and her thing with length, she was like, okay, if you're going to do with Bermuda, Bermuda shorts, lengthen the shorts. And I think in this case, it probably would have been better if she shortened the hemline, <laughs> if the shorts were shorter um, because it, again, it just looks it's so comfortable. It looks really great, but it, again, it, it just doesn't look like there's something about the length and something about pairing it with that shoe that confuses mm -hmm. me. And I'm like, is this CFDA Paris? <laughs> I don't, yeah. I don't understand. Yeah. I mean, it, it, Carly would wear a heel with this. Like yeah. I can't imagine Carly wearing a, like a, a streetwear shoe like that to a CFDA event. But I had said, I think this is a gorgeous look. It's I think great. it's something I would love to wear. <laughs> yeah, I can see you wearing this. Oh, yeah, no, this it. is, it's, I mean, shoes and all. Um, and, and, and there's like the back of it that's draped um, unnecessarily, but beautifully. Because <laughs> there's like this yeah. little half cape when the model turns. Um, man, it, it's, it's a good outfit, but not for CFDA. Yeah, so. I agree. Too right. casual. Yeah. Next is Tyler. Next is Tyler. <laughs> Tyler's on your bracket, so I'm leaving this to you. Okay. I don't know where to start. The styling was all off. 
That little red purse. That oh shoe. Oh, my God. Mm. Uh, let's not even mention the ruffle oh, in the, the ruffle. pocket. Um, I mean, I understand this is probably a third or fourth option that Tyler had in mind. I think Tyler really struggled with this. Yeah. Um, and I actually think it looks better walking down the runway than it does standing still. <laughs> Man, that's terrible because you have to stand still for pictures. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Yeah, no, this is a tragedy and oh god, I I think, you know, the way Tyler describes it as classy and refined and I don't like the word classy. I think the word classy ironically is not classy. Um, you know when you say like that's classy. I I, I don't know, whatever, it's fine. Anyway, there's just something about it where I'm like I don't I don't I don't like that word. But um, to me, it reminded me of oh, like, you know, just someone who um, is going to an Easter service on the Upper West Side, but um, only goes to Easter service once a year because they're not a real Christian. I mean, just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Sorry. They, so they don't know what they're getting themselves into. And so they get their, their most modest or like their, their, uh, their, their, their least dignified thing or the least, the thing that they least like wearing or that covers up everything. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah. It, but, it, but the materials also to me, the way they moved, um, and there's nothing wrong with polyester, but again, the Chiron shows that he used to, uh, prom prom dresses and I think the only prom dresses I've ever seen in Goodwill are usually um like like taffeta you know kind of iridescent um um but you know um not natural fabrics and so which which is fine but it's kind of like the way this moves it seems particularly of like stretchy some stretchy material um this I don't know I, I don't know and, and and also like the the idea of a pocket so on the right hand side where there is like that color block go going down there there is a pocket hidden in there some for some reason um yeah. it just it just didn't seem to hold up to the epiphany that I thought I mean that he definitely had like I'm not going to take his epiphany away from him he definitely had an epiphany but I was hoping for something a little bit more triumphant. Um, and Me this was too. so plain. Me so. too. And at the beginning, we start out the episode with people going, we want you to like, you know, we want you to get it. We, yeah. We're rooting for you. You know, there were people were like, oh my God, you really have to come through. Like, come on, make it happen. Make it happen, Tyler. So, and myself included, you know, yeah. like, oh, okay. Like you were on the bottom. Like your first three looks haven't been that great. Um, yeah, so this was definitely a disappointment. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. But you know um, what else was a disappointment? The next look. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, uh, for so, me, at least. I mean, <laughs> I mean, what the heck was that? At this point <laughs> in the show, you know, my my temperature is up to 90, 99.8. 
And I realized that I, and I've remembered that he's on my bracket. So in my notes, I have something that's kind of positive. And I just wrote, I'm just glad he's made pants. <laughs> I was like, great, you can make some pants. I guess that is a beacon of hope for me. Um I you know, Tyler was Tyler was bagging on this to, to use a word from the nineties. Um Tyler was bagging hard on this whole deal because there's a there's a tie in the front. Um I think I don't know what kind of material that is that's tied in the front. I thought it was I thought it was nicely made, whatever it was, but I just thought the styling and the putting together of all of this was just like, why? Why did you? First of all, why did you make a suit? Do people just wear suits to CFD Paris? What is CFD? What is that like? I need now. Yeah. I'm like, I feel bad. Yeah, I need to. Okay, and so it's like, but, uh, but, th- but there's this really strange peplum action going on that just again seems so unnecessary. Not necessarily fashion forward. It just feels awkward. And I I wouldn't want to wear a blazer with like two bowls like sticking out like like they're yeah. I, I just I just wouldn't want to wear this it to me okay <laughs> um I would like to know what the temperature is going to be like on the inside because um I would like to take this off or to be able to put it back on and the model didn't even unbutton this um this blazer so we could see what was happening underneath it. Um, and it just kind of, I think what was tied in the front, what you can see are cuffs or yeah, like, like, um, arm cuffs. So it's like, you know, you, you took, you took some sleeves and you sew them together and you tied them around her breasts. And then the, the, the two parts where you slip your arms out of are in there. And so I'm thinking is the point of this, that it is also a sweater is this a cardigan that you've wrapped around my boobs that I can perhaps use as no. another layer just in case yeah. I'm cold and but... tied it into a bow? <laughs> I mean, all that talk about, Oh, I, I know how to I, like, uh, you know, just all this talk to Tyler about like, Oh my God, I, I would be so horrified if I didn't know how to make a pattern. So you know how to make a pattern and you do this. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. And then, and like the blazer just looks like, he just, it was like, it was, he was trying to do something. Okay, leave this up to Victoria. Because for somehow Victoria is able to layer two blazers on top of each other. He tried to layer three and it looks like he just cut them and just stitched them on top of one another in a way that just, it it's not particularly interesting or does anything that's different to it. It looks weird. So that's interesting. Yeah, it's just so out of line. I'm sorry. <laughs> and but but again, I I think that Sergio, in a way, is imagining Carly outside of what the challenge requires, which is exactly Tyler's problem. Man, I knew you were going to say that. That's yeah, that's my critique of him as well. Like he doesn't listen, and that's why I that I think that's why I'm banking on the fact that he made pants because at least he's not making her you know, a bubblegum ball gown because that's what he wants to make today. It's Tuesday. And so, right. <laughs> God, I'm yeah. so worried. All right. On to Melanie. On to Melanie. All right. So what did you, you think about this? She had two silk blouses, a jacket, and some wool pants. 
Um, what I I wasn't crazy about this. I don't think it's the most terrible thing that has ever walked down the runway. Um, but I didn't understand what were all those flippy flappy things mm-hmm. on one side of the garment. Like that seemed very unnecessary. Um, I didn't understand that little white tab in the middle of the stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah. Yeah. It's I, overdone. Overdone. Yeah. I, it's just so many, le- uh, so many hemlines. And I think that is Melanie's aesthetic. We, we, we know that now. Um, but it's also kind of annoying because um, there is a lot dangling and I have to give it to whoever was shooting this runway because um, I, I would say that this was probably a, like a garment that was kind of hard to photograph because of all the swingy pieces. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just thought this looks like Melanie. I now I now have an idea of what Melanie makes. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. So. And we got to hear a little bit of her story in this um episode where you know, her parents shop a lot at the thrift store, mm-hmm. you know, her, um her mom, I I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 So we're learning. Um she's still here. <laughs> Spoiler alert. She's safe. Yeah. Um, Not sure why, but okay. Oh, gosh. Because we have perhaps Marquise next. Yes. All right. So Marquise, um, we, you know, didn't touch on this, but instead of fixing a structural flaw that Carla pointed out, Marquise decided to tape the back of his model's back with double-sided tape hoping that it would keep up the um uh the back portion of this this cold sleeve jacket cold cold shoulder jacket and um i'm also wondering if he styled his model's hair the way he did because he thought it would cover up the double-sided tape but everybody saw that tape that's the first thing they said like look at all that double-sided tape they noticed (laughs) yeah what did you think about the exposed shoulder? I'm over this. I don't understand this cold shoulder thing. Um, mm-hmm. I understand it's a thing for people. I know that they like it. And it's a style. And it's been a style for a very long time. But um, I, I, you know, she, it didn't seem comfortable to wear, even though it seemed as if she had no problems walking. But I was like, how are you going to, how do you move your arms in that? Um, this mm-hmm. also could be a, uh, an issue with the model or how um, Marquise directed the model because she didn't like move her arms around and give it some like some vibrancy or some life. But um, I, I honestly thought this was, I mean, to talk about a cop out, this felt like a cop out to me where yeah. he seemed to have just, and maybe this is not what he did, but this is what you get from making this. It yeah. seemed like you just cut the shoulders out. And then you put it on your model and you cut out the back and that's it. You know, like I'm pretty sure that there was more that there was a, you know, a fitting or, or some type of adjustments that he made, but there wasn't enough done to it. I don't like the color. I don't like it paired with this white dress underneath. Like what? Yeah. And then again, CFDA in Paris, 
why yes. are you why are you going for this material like you know everyone went to the suit section and i think this was the first time any suit material was used that i thought was a no-no like i really don't think this color is good and i don't think it's good on carly and i don't i, I don't particularly maybe it's something that's i don't think it's it would do well it, it doesn't do well in the model skin tone um or her hair and i just yeah. was like this just ugh, gross it just doesn't look good that's what I thought. What were your, yeah. what were your thoughts? <laughs> I, I, I can't say it better than you've already said it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I had a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah. Um, well, what about Brittany? Brittany, first of all, this model came onto the runway like, hello, hello, She's like, here. Stomp us, stomp us, stomp us, stomp us, stomp us. Like, oh my God. Swivel and stomp, swivel and stomp. Yeah. She was pitched forward um, at like a five degree angle. Like just, you know, I love the sleeves, but I didn't, I didn't like those drippy, flowy strand things. Again, it's the Brandon effect that I'm not into, yeah. right? For, former contestant, former PR contestant, Brandon, and also mm. winner. I think Brandon won that season. Um, I, I don't like. For, it, if a piece of fabric is just dangling for no reason i don't know why it's there yeah i mean you know in the middle (laughs) i mean now i think about it like it probably like what if she had just tied that in a bow i don't know why but why a bow that's the thing like why that's true and i and i know she was trying she's going off of a tuxedo and because that's what they all say especially if it's something that comes down from the lapel and it flows. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's a it's a play on tuxedo or whatever. But it really doesn't go with these fabulous arms that she spent so much time on. Um, I think the skirt is too short. <laughs> yes, very and, much. You know, and it's got this nice asymmetry going on, but you lose it because this the skirt looks to it's a completely different material than um, the the top or whatever. And I have a feeling because Brittany was very proud of herself for using so many different um, items together because she, you know, was kind of, um, you know, bagging on Nancy. I'm bringing that word back. She's bagging on Nancy over there who just (laughs) turned her button down shirt backwards. And she's like, come on, Nancy. Why don't you just tear that shirt apart, make a whole new shirt. And I'm just like, you don't have time for that. It's a one day challenge, Brittany. Anyway. And so what Brittany did, I think was use um, a really unnecessary piece of fabric just to use it. Because to me, it kind of cheapens the outfit a little bit. There's some shininess to it that I think is unnecessary. It's also the hem is rolling a little bit at the bottom. It looks like it on the, on the model's right thigh. And then you have this extra length on the left side. That's just dumb. I don't. I don't understand. I don't. I don't. I don't get that part. So yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it. Yeah. Um. All right. Next is Chelsea. Yes. What did you think oh, about this? I was so relieved. That's mm. what I wrote in my notes. I am so relieved. In in my fever dream, um, because by this time my temperature was slightly <laughs> over one hundred. <laughs> I was so <laughs> sick, and um. I hollered with all of, all of the fluish muster I could muster. I was just like, get it, Chelsea, get it. Because I thought the pants were spectacular. I mean, there, it was such a wonderful moment because, I, you know, patchwork can go really wrong and all denim can go really wrong. But I thought, you know, she, 
she really pulled it together in something that I thought um, is really voluminous, but still kind of proportional. I think that model is too thin for this outfit, um, but I think it would look good for Carly, um, especially yeah. the the pants. And I just thought they were so cartoonishly big, but they have to be because Carly is big. And so yeah. I, I just enjoyed the playfulness of it and thought this is something that you could dress up for a CFDA fashion event. Um, I, I'm still not sold that all denim is appropriate. <laughs> but I don't think it's, yeah, I yeah, agree. Yeah. What, what were your thoughts? I thought this was exquisite, but again, not right for the challenge. And I also thought, oh, I wish this, I had seen this in other material, not yeah. denim. Yeah. Um, like this exact construction in any other material or just, or, I mean, not, God, not to go back to my, my one note thing that I love, but, um, multi patterns, you know, <laughs> um, I'm not going to say the, the D word, the, the, the Belgian D word, but <laughs> I love them anyway, go ahead. But, but you know, yeah, exactly. So, but I thought this was really great, but in denim, it's very much really cool streetwear. It's really cool. That top is exquisitely made oh, the it's back. So good. It's, it's amazing. Um, but for a CFD, for a formal fashion event in Paris, that's a CFDA. It doesn't seem right. Yeah. I mean, this it is, is cool, but it is mm. so, it's so cool. No, but I think you're right. I think if, if maybe this is like the start off point, but if, if she sold this on like in her store, if she had a boutique or um, this, because I'm thinking of Amanda Valentine, if y'all remember Amanda Valentine, who was on the show a couple of times, um, but she was known for making this incredible quilted patchwork type um, cocoon dress that remember. you remember it yeah oh, I yeah. love that dress and so she kind of made that her finale dress for the for the season where she made it to um, fashion week and she made two versions or two or three versions of that dress and she still makes that dress and I'm I'm looking at this I'm thinking perhaps it could be something that she can extrapolate into other materials the way Amanda Valentine has because I think I agree. And even if you want to make other iterations of this as a jean jacket, because I think this as a take on jean jackets is kind of genius and, and like a jean jacket halter top and, you know, like this wonderful, I, and I don't know. I, Cause I think that um, denim is having a moment and Nina gets into this later about, because it is so um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a huge pollutant and I, I, I'm like in my closet, I have maybe 13 pairs of jeans that I've kept throughout the years because I go through, I go through jeans in a way where I think it's just inappropriately too fast. I'm just like, I don't understand why jeans don't last forever the way they used to. And so, and I, and I'm a crafter. And so I'm like, I'm just waiting for the day where I figure out what to do with them. So I'm just, I keep collecting them. And so I saw this, I'm just like, there's, there's something to this. Like this is, she's on to something. Um, perhaps in denim, but also wool. I could see this in wool and I could see this in silk. Like it's just so great. So. Oh yeah. 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 So excited about Chelsea. All right. Yeah, me too. And I also think that maybe Chelsea got stuck at the beginning of the episode where 
they had a little bo- Carly and Chelsea had a bonding moment, you know, both tall girls from yeah. Missouri who like who like wide legged pants. Yeah. You know, so I thought, oh, God, because I think this if this denim was in a kind of skinnier pant, this would have been amazing even for CFDA. Oh, yeah. Oh, and a skinny pant. Yeah. Skinny pant. But with the volume of those wide legged pants, it just makes it more casual. Yes. Yeah. But oh, in man. a skinny pant, a little bit like, yeah, with a heel, that that could work, maybe. Well, more so, I would say. More yes, so. yeah, I agree, I agree. Um, all right, next we're on to Shavi, whose model I think is also actually named Carly. Oh, funny. <laughs> uh, only because Carla sees her line up behind the scrim. And says Carly, she's like, oh, Carly's not going to be able to walk in that. And so Carly, the model on the runway at the time, behind the scrim, you can see her knees are knocking together. That dress is, I mean, the skirt is so tight on her. Oh, my gosh. And they have the nerve to end with this outfit, probably because it was going to take the longest to walk down the runway. Anyway, so this is bad. This is really bad. The moto jacket, I oh gosh, it's not good enough to save it, but what did you think about it? You know, I didn't like the whole thing. I didn't like any of it. I like Xavi. Um, I don't think Xavi should have been sent home for this. I don't. Mm-hmm. But it was not my favorite. I don't think it worked. Do you all. think it deserved to be on the bottom? Um... Well, based on that fit, I guess so. I mean, who else would be in the bottom instead? Mm. Um, I mean, of course, I think Sergio should have been in the bottom because that outfit is out of control. But what, Melanie? But Melanie's outfit did fit. Yeah, it fit. Um, It functioned well. It looked appropriate, too. You know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just, oh man, I was, I had high hopes again for this one and really in my head thinking, if you cut a hole in your skirt, do you really have to cut it that much shorter? And do you really have to get rid of so much yardage to fix a hole? And I just was wondering if Shavi panicked and the first solution that popped into his brain is what he stuck to instead of gaming it out a little bit. So yeah, yeah, just worried. Yeah. All right. So we already kind of alluded to who our safe people were and who our our highest scores and our lowest scores were. But the names that get called at the very beginning are Victoria, Nancy, Chelsea, Shavi, Tyler, and Marquise. And these are our highest scores and our lowest scores. So everyone else is safe. Bye 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 everyone everyone else goes um so yeah so we have our time um first for the first time ever Chelsea is on the runway and I think from the get-go um and you already mentioned it Patricia because um Elaine has never seen Chelsea before in her entire life so Elaine Welteroff is like I'm Elaine Chelsea, where are you from? <laughs> it's just like everyone was looking at her like, oh, look at you. <laughs> so, I know. So, 
like Chelsea's like, I'm from St. Louis, born and raised. And then, of course, that's where Carly's from. So it's just like they had like a kindred connection. But um, they really, really like this piece. And we also find out that Chelsea used 12 pieces, 12, 12 jeans, 12 pants yeah. to make a pair of pants. <laughs> and I thought it was really funny how Carly was like, how many jeans did it take to make pants for me? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really cute. It's like, I know I'm tall. Everybody makes fun of me. Guess what? I think it's funny too. <laughs> I think it's great because in a way it's like, you think of like the the root, like Chelsea and her struggle as a tall girl to find things that fit, you know? And it's just, if you're on these extreme size edges, then, then yeah, no, it's exciting if someone's going to make a gigantic pair of pants for you. <laughs> Yeah. When is that going to happen? Where are you going to find that in real life um, if it's not custom made? So. So, yeah. Um, Next, we have Marquise. Mm -hmm. And they tell him right away, we saw the tape. Turn around. We we, we saw that tape. And um, Nina calls out what Marquise is wearing. And I think this is always something that is um, maybe it's positive. But also, a, you know, um, like a like a slight adjustment because Nina's like, Marquise, did you design what you are wearing right now? And he's like, yeah, no, I designed it, everything but the pants. Like, see, you look cool and styled. You look so much better than your model here. And it's like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would look great on Carly because Carly is, I, f- I forget what Nina said about Carly. You like fashionable uh- and modern yeah yeah like that but you know part of why we are also confused by carly's style is because carly is very versatile and Mm. this is what i think this is just the model the model in carly you know carly is just on model mode all the time carly's versatile and so it confuses us as to what carly's style actually is but i think every contestant had a pretty good idea of what this was a super formal fashionable event in one of the most formal in one of the most in in a city that takes fashion very seriously (laughs) yes yeah yeah so you know carly's style kind of uh, you know i don't want to say it's secondary but it's like there's already enough of a direction there with the event yes yeah i i I totally agree and i you know and i think with you know uh, it's so um kind of interesting here because again mark i'm i am this is why i didn't choose marquise for my bracket is because there is this silhouette thing going on and i and i'm now i'm looking at it again it still kind of looks like what he always makes or what has mm-hmm. he has always made. But the first time I haven't seen him wearing um, that same, you know, kind of halter, um, cold shoulder type deal um, is what he was wearing on the runway. And I was delighted to hear that he had actually designed that because I'm like, OK, that was, you're not wearing animal print. You're not wearing that that shape that you or that pattern that you make all the time um but also i think using the word versatile is very very um key as well i i think that's a perfect word to describe carly's style so far and you know 
you could have just shoot shot for the moon like she and you know she just kind of in that sense like gone a little bit more adventurous or do something that you know fine but do something that you know in a way that is fit for this challenge um yeah yeah um yeah next we have victoria from aldo oh yeah yes yeah they, people loved that they, loved they all it. loved it <laughs> i mean they're just so into it and i mean are you thrown off by this or do you or by do how, you get it thrown off by what by how much the judges are liking victoria this season um i don't know i mean i i her stuff her style so far looks very 80s to me mm-hmm. now i don't mean that as an insult because there are aspects of that style that um live on today and that people are building upon even today right um but i find victoria's style very overdone so but i think it's all relational i think it's in comparison to the rest victoria is standing out um I also think her craftsmanship is exquisite. And I think I think maybe the judges are really impressed by that and I think they should be, you know? Yeah. But as far as actual styling, I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just kind of you know, there are moments in Project Runway with, you know, um Oh, in in the Heidi Tim Gunn days, where the judges were into things that I just I did not understand, and were clearly not crowd favorites. And this is sort of one of those moments in Project Runway Two Point Bravo where I'm just going with them. I just happen to really like aspects of this outfit, but I didn't necessarily think that it was going to be one of the top three, and so. Um, I, I was just like, just listening. I'm like, okay, all right. I just want to know what, what's, what's really, what, what are y'all into? And, and how is, you know, and this is something that Elaine will point from, from her director's chair and say, this is fashion. And mm-hmm. we get the moment where Victoria is, gets to be like, just insanely affirmed in, in this. And so I, I just was like, I, it's a consensus amongst everyone on that panel that this was, you know, kind of like the front runner from the moment they started talking about her. They, they're just all over this outfit. So, yeah. so I'm, I'm just like on a wait and see mostly because I'm just letting them lead me in terms of their opinions. So it, it, It's not as fashion forward to me as I think they saw it. But you know what? I don't know what there was nothing else there that was fashion forward also hmm. interesting so, that's why I keep thinking it's relational it's sort of in relation to everybody else this one oh yeah interesting I mean I think you know um I think I mean because I don't know if they're sitting next to each other but the next person they go to is Tyler and <laughs> Tyler starts off so just to warn you, Patricia, I have three paragraphs of notes to go with this moment. So oh, Tyler, Tyler go, go, go. starts by explaining that he was going for a traditional Montauk Americana vibe. So when we say we're going to have an American woman 
in Paris and we have Chelsea going and Nancy going to denim and we have, you know, the rest of the workroom going towards like a power suit or whatever. <laughs> like Tyler's take, we know this, Tyler's take on an Americana vibe was East Coast rich. Not any specific place on the East Coast because we've been to Montauk, we've been to Kinnabunkport, you know, we've been to Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard, yeah. Have we been to New York yet? Have we been to New York City, at least, where we are right now? Have we been to Brooklyn? Because um, that's also where a lot of rich-ass people live. And so, anyway. Yeah, like next to that goodwill. Exactly. Oh, you know, the irony and also probably why it's a great goodwill because that part of Brooklyn. Oh, oh my goodness. Not too far from Barclays. Just got to say. So Brandon and Carly immediately get up. They walk up. They want to touch it. And then they lay the trap for him. Someone asks, so are you happy with this? And he says, yes. Like he's, you know, he's, he's achieved what he's wanted to achieve. And then Brandon proceeds to go down a list of reasons why this outfit is terrible because it's clear that Tyler sees nothing wrong. And Brandon wants to elucidate like, Hey, no, I want to um, make it clear for you that this is not good. So he goes down the brief. Um, and this is where I realized like the brief had kind of, kind of changed, but the brief that the judges were given was that it was, it was to be cool, chic, and wearable and um we and before i think we had you know um i think there was something about americana or it had to be new or something i don't know but i think that's what cool not just cool super cool it had to be super cool chic and wearable and he says like this one was only wearable not super cool not chic and also not appropriate for montauk or martha's vineyard and he goes you know, I can't honestly see Carly wearing this anywhere. And then Tyler goes, not even to dinner with the Kushners. Oh my God. Backstage where all the designers are watching through the screens. Hell breaks loose. I mean, they oh. all start covering their faces. Um, I think Marquise throws up in the corner, you know, Sergio starts to smile because he's a psychopath. And then <laughs> where the judges are, there is just this steely long silence <laughs> and Tyler is like on the stage, but like, uh, but, um, you married into this run of the mill, but dubiously rich East coast family that's in the midst of continuing their evil slash problematic legacy. Like, I mean, you tell us you're Carly class, but we all know that you're really Carly Kushner. I mean, the same initials. This is about Carly Kushner, a Kushner in Paris, right? Like what, what's the problem? Like, you're married into the. Like, you, went you, know, you know what I, you know what I thought was really wacky is that in the midst of that silence, Tyler decides to break the silence by going, "He's your husband." I know. <laughs> oh, right. Carly had to like you know whip out her phone to figure to look up who that was. Like really? <laughs> because, because Tyler. So for me, I was okay. First of all, it is jarring to hear the word Kushner. That's it's just jarring to hear that word. Um, we all know. And and I think at, for me and I knew that's why, you know, by this time, my um, body temperature was around 101. And I so I knew why my body was responding. Like I just kind of had this like 
vibrating experience where I was like, oh, you know, so much is happening in the world right now. And then we have someone saying this name on TV. And but then I got a little confused. (laughs) I got a little confused why everyone in the back was like, you're not supposed to say that out loud because I'm like, why not? And I think that's where Tyler was coming from, where he's like, you are married to a Kushner and he doesn't know the name you know and also you can't have carly out there being like at least i'm married to the good kushner but the problem is i think the most because <laughs> that's what i think in her back room she's like i'm married to the good one the one who's not you know ruining this country anyway but yeah. she's like i think i think i think the most crazy thing you just think about that is that like tyler we've been talking about it had this persona for carly he does not know carly even though he's met Carly numerous times, he knows Carly more than Jackie O. Carly is still Jackie O to him. Carly is still a member of the Bush family. She's a member of the Roosevelt's. She is a Rockefeller. She is a she's a Carnegie. She is a Kushner. And so Wait, which which Roosevelt, the first or the or the or the All of them. All of them. She's a Morgan. She's a Washington. Let's just go down the line of presidents because that's who she that's who she is to Tyler. She's not Carly Kloss. And so I think he outed himself in not in this lack of awareness because I think when Carly comes back and she goes, but I'm going to Paris. That was a brief. Because it's like, God damn it, Tyler. Like, you know, you kind of made it even worse because this is not about the family that she married into. You know, we want to, we can also put like a feminist like crust over it if we want to, but we don't really have to go there. But it's it's a part of the thing where he didn't see Carly. He saw what he wanted to see and he collapsed what he thinks is, you know, very rich, um, moneyed historical families and collapsed them into one. Even though if you want to put the Kushners besides the Roosevelt's, yes, they all kind of actually you put the Kushners besides the families who got who made all their money during prohibition. I feel like that's like a one to one. That's more appropriate. Exactly. Like not yeah. the robber barons or the people who like built, um, you know, Railroad. universities and railroads and kill people a different way. You know, we have the Kushners and like, these other people. Um, and, and like this, this, it's like this whole misunderstanding and misunderstanding of the, of the, the brief. And then it happening and just like exploding in this amazing way at this moment. And it's not even any better who he's like, you are married to Kushner like yeah we know that it's not the point yeah I mean I was also taken aback by is it like is it really taboo to talk about her partner I don't know know. that's I didn't I thought that was odd but at the same time it has nothing to do with her and by the way I want to put the feminist crust on this yes put the feminist crust on it let's do do that yes because I, I don't think this had anything to do with the challenge. Had nothing it has nothing to do with what this challenge was about. And I actually don't even know Carly's politics at all. I've seen I've read some stuff about Carly getting involved with uh, Rock the Vote or mm-hmm. something or some kind of campaign about voting that Carly did a couple of years ago. Uh, but I don't really know what her political affiliations are. And by the way, the modeling industry, encourages people to be as friendly as like you know everyday cover girl Mm -hmm. kind of um affable and amicable and controversy free yeah right um so i don't even think that even if 
um, Carly was this hard lefty, I don't think Carly would be pumping that out or the reverse, right? If, if right. Carly was super conservative, I don't think she'd be putting that out there. Mm-mm. It's none of anybody's business. However, I was really taken aback. I was really disappointed, by the way, in, in all of this. So I initially chose Tyler for my bracket because I thought, oh, Tyler, okay, underdog, likes origami, seems detail-oriented, possibly has a sense of humor. I liked how Tyler was standing up and not participating in Sergio's delusion, delusions in episode two. Um, so I actually had so much, like, not super high, and I really thought that Tyler would go home in three or four episodes <laughs> for, for a dress that I really liked. Yeah. For something that I really liked, even though... Tyler didn't make it, but I was like, you know, that was really beautiful. I loved it. And we all want to root for something that we love. I, at least I do. I definitely want to be like, yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this was really disappointing because I was like, oh, not only are you not seeing the challenge, you are challenging the people who gave you the challenge and you are making it personal. Yes. And at this, and, and needlessly so, needlessly so, right? Um. And at this moment, I actually really have to say, Carly, I mean, that little tip of the head that Carly made, <laughs> that little like, oh, like little tip of the head. I was like, okay, this this is how you know World War Three is going on, right? <laughs> it's like, okay, it's not like, you know, the former president of Nissan, Carlos Goshen, <laughs> just, fled, just fled into Lebanon in something Straight out of the Americans. So oh kind of like God. secret way. Like, so many things are happening in the world. This is such right. a crazy story. Yes. No, yes. And like, okay. It's like <laughs> a, a high-ranking Iranian general was just murdered in yeah. Iraq by U.S. troops. Okay. And a top U.S. model just, <laughs> just tipped her head at the instant and made it known that this was not cool. <laughs> Voice of disapproval on national television. This oh my is how gosh! World War Three is going on. <laughs> You're the voice of the people, Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's it's the post drag brunch drag brunch, oh Patricia. I mean, I, yeah, I have to say, she handled it very well. She said, "Oh, you want to hear it? Mm-hmm. Let me tell." You. Yes. And I really loved. I was like, Carly, you just brought a lot of lucid clarity. to someone who is trying who's just unhappy very angry i think tyler is very angry Hmm. and was really taking it out unfairly on the external world and i really i was like go carly just lay it out just say this is you may not know but i know what i like (laughs) yes exactly exactly i mean and she came out in a way that was so lucid and so biting. And I was like, oh my gosh, is this when we get, um, because she was like, it's cheap. It's not wearable. Um, it looks like, I don't know. She just kind of came out with all these zingers and it was the quickest that she's ever given a critique. Um, yeah. It definitely did come out of anger as well. But I think it was partly because she's like, oh, you know, um, let's get honest with your bullshit. Because what you made for me, 
Um, this, or, you know, first of all, she's like, I pulled all these power moves. This was my challenge. Look at all these models, all these models. I hand chose them. And you put her in this and you came out here defending it. This is a piece of shit. And yeah. it's like, and that's what she, yeah. that's what she threw right back in his face. Um, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And I also did not believe for a minute that, that Tyler liked that outfit. I just don't. Oh, I mean, I believe he did. You don't believe really? he did? I I think he really did think it was okay. I think Tyler thought it was, uh, probably okay, but not appropriate. Not, not. Uh, I don't know. I I I'm not in, I'm not convinced of that. So, do you think he was trying, or does he think everyone else is dumb, or or you fake it till you make it, kind of? Like you, like you stand behind it no matter what. Um, yeah, you, you pretend. That, yeah, I think that was a lot of pretend just to look good on TV or, or to try to not be in the bottom or to try to say, yeah, I stand by this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I, I remain unconvinced. I remain, and especially in light of, we have seen some clips of Tyler's own line that Tyler started last year. Nothing looks like that. You know, nothing looks like that. Yeah, no. It, this whole like poofy stuff and kind of it, again, Jackie O, and and that wasn't even Jackie O. I'm sorry, but that oh whole God. outfit, that was not Jackie O at all. Was it kind of Monkport, Maine, for you though? I mean, what does that even mean? But I, you know, I can't even. Uh, yeah, because I, because yeah. that's the thing. Like, I think that he he has this idea. I, you know, and I don't even know if that's what he really wants to design towards, but it, it still is like this this weird idea of what rich looks like. Um, and what women want to even wear. Yes. And I think that you really called it when you said that he was really projecting onto, onto Carly rather than actually listening or even paying attention. And I think that's... Um, yeah, but you know what? This makes me like Alan Tude more. Because Aww. as Nay- as Naylan pointed out in, in um two episodes ago or in the last episode mm-hmm. yeah, two episodes ago, um that Alan had a really great attitude. Upon leaving, Alan said, Okay, I'm not ready. Oh my god, I have so much to learn, but I'm not ready, but I'm really energized or something like that. And Tyler is the opposite is oh, I stand by this. I'm going to make mm-hmm. one for myself just like it. Mm-hmm. Very off-putting. And, and not really, not about growth. Oh, no. And if, if creativity is not about growth, what is it about? So, yeah, I'm disappointed for rooting for Tyler. I don't think he deserves my root. <laughs> my little you can, you can take it back. <laughs> no, no, I'll, I'll play by the by the rules or whatever. I mean, oh no, I mean I'm, like personally, you, you know, you can't have him off your bracket. No, he's definitely still oh, be in your bracket. No, those are the rules. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. exactly. What am I a saint? <laughs> <laughs> this is a competition, Patricia. Oh my gosh! Oh, forgetting, um... forgetting. <laughs> I was actually really happy to see Carly handle that. Yeah. With... Yeah. With the, the sort of appropriateness, I was I was just, yeah. But also keep him in line because it's like this is what the challenge was. It was about me, and you didn't. You have my stylist with you 
all yeah. day. Well, they, they didn't really. But it's like, you had my stylist. You had someone there to talk to, and this is what you came out with? This is not what I asked for. This is not what I wanted. You shall, yeah. you know, go to your go to your room, Tyler. I don't know. It's 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 just uh-huh. yeah. No, she really laid it out there, and I and it's because she was the center of this of this, and he centered himself. So yeah, he centered he centered an aesthetic that was not appropriate. And then yeah. can we talk about post? Can we talk about maybe I should wait? We can. Let's just run through the next two because the next two, you know, um, we next we have Nancy. And I mean, to talk about someone with an amazing attitude, this is Nancy's first time in front of the judges as well, I think. Yeah. 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 And she's in tears and they're like, Nancy, what's going on up there? And she goes, are you kidding me? I'm happy to be here. I'm making history. I'm 64 and I'm on this freaking show. And here I am. Of course I'm crying because I feel like, so like the, the thing with Victoria, like Victoria starts crying before, like earlier. And, and it's like everyone, all the, all the judges just hate tears except for Laverne Cox. Like, thank God for her because everyone's like, stop crying, stop crying. Laverne's like, why are you crying? I and know, then the same thing emotional? with Nancy. You're emotional. I know. It's like, they're, this is, this is means a lot to them. And also they're sleep deprived, you know, at the, just the baseline, their bodies are just producing tears nonstop because they're tired. And so anyway, so Nancy like starts off in tears. Um, but um, I'm wondering if it's just because they're like, you know, are you, are you, are you scared of Carly now? <laughs> like, are you crying? Because Carly nearly like, and it's like no no nancy's just like no i'm i'm just happy to be here but they loved her outfit and carly had amazing things to say about it and um i think the only person who was not really into it was elaine who thought it was too conservative and i agree i agree with I elaine. Agree also yeah i yeah. agree also um next we have shavi whose voice was shaking. And so this is someone else who I was oh, just so scared for Shavi. But on the runway, he starts out as Shavi and then he morphs into Terminator 2 as they start asking him more questions. And it's just kind of sad because when um, he takes the jacket off, he reveals a cow neck underle- underneath, which as, uh, you know, um, in Project Runway canon, I think everyone ought to know that Nina Garcia hates a cowl neck. <laughs> Enough said. That's it. Um, so yeah, and more judging, judging, judging. And then we see like, who's the winner. Um, but is, is there anything else you want to say before we say who the winner is? Uh, no, no, go ahead. Announce the winner. Okay. So the winner is Victoria from Moldova. She yeah. won. Yeah, she did. She was so happy. I know. I think by this time she was just stunned. She was like, I can't believe this. Because (laughs) Carly's going to wear her outfit, or did wear her outfit to the CFDA event in Paris. And we saw pictures. We saw some selfies um, that looked like they were in, like, a Beetlejuice room. I don't know. It was... (laughs) I don't... (laughs) I was like, where are they? Is this room chic? (laughs) I would like to see it. Anyway. um, But Patricia... Who goes home? Tyler goes home. Of course. Yeah. And yeah. I just want to say that, you know, amidst the goodbyes, Tyler uh, does this really terrible thing, which is do the non-apology apology. Mm-hmm. 
like, just say, I'm sorry for what I said, Carly. I, I didn't mean anything by it. And instead, but, what, is, what does he say? Do you remember? Yeah. Instead, Carly, instead uh, Tyler says, oh, uh, about what I said, I'm not a jerk. There's no hidden agenda there. That is all about you. That is not an apology. Oh, yeah. Good point. That was disappointing for me also. Yeah. Because, I mean, at this point, like, I was passing out from delirium my temperature was like at 104 or something and um, but it was just that no it didn't get that high <laughs> it was still kind of sick <laughs> at the end of this but I he's he he said those words and I it, I it it felt weird to me I was like I don't I think you should have practiced more and that's that's what I came away with it and like maybe was nervous but you're right you, you got it like he didn't apologize that's why that's why it felt weird he just defended himself so. Yeah, I, mean, I get being nervous. I get nervous all the time. I have I have anxiety. I, I don't think people know how much anxiety I actually have because I just kind of like smile through it or no. just stand there looking awkward. Yeah. But so like I get it. But but still, an apology is an apology, and an apology is about acknowledging your behavior and your actions. Tyler did none of that. Yeah. You get a, a snippet. Um backstage while they are deciding and Tyler is secretly pre- praying that Christian uses um <laughs> Christian's save the designer thing yeah. on, on himself um and then it, Christian walks up and is just do 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 and then says what <laughs> get your stuff go to the workroom bye. get out <laughs> bye Tyler <laughs> bye Tyler bye but basically Tyler oh. says oh sorry Carly so that, that apology was not given to her. No, it wasn't. And I feel like that's the person who should receive the apology is the person you didn't give it to. So that's messed up. I just, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, wait, did he say, ugh, sorry, apo- oh. uh, No, that was me. Oh, okay. Like, oh, yeah, he, he, right, we have clip of a clip of Tyler saying backstage, um, sorry, sorry, um, sorry, Carly. But he said that to, but Tyler said that to someone else. I forget who. Ugh. I mean, probably, you know, to someone, probably after the first round of judging when they had to go back and wait. Um, yes. Exactly. I, yeah, because I got confused. I was wondering if he said that. I didn't write them down in my notes, but even his outgoing exit interview was so ungracious. Like, it was just... It was um, very much like, you know, I am still in the anger phase of my five stages of grief. And, you know, I don't think I should have been eliminated for that. And it just just to the very end, just unapologetic. And uh, yeah, it was, yeah, delusional, I will say. There goes that word, delusional. There goes that word. But also maybe someone who's also... um, not ready for the competition which is fine you know and that made me as annoyed as I was by Alan I was really like um happy to see Alan just be so gracious with others but also with himself like on their way out and this is something that this is a lesson that Tyler did not learn sadly no not at all not at all um this is a life lesson this is not a project runway lesson you know it really is and I think there is something to be said about how to lose and how to exit, especially the show. And I think 
you know, that defensiveness with Tyler, I, you know, I thought about it at the end because it just really seemed as if he was like, I'm, I need to save my reputation. <laughs> like, I don't, exactly. I, you yeah. know, I did something really horrible. It was a moment. Um, when I saw, when I saw this, um, I did try to go on Twitter to see, because usually I, I like to watch the show live and then and be on Twitter a little bit like this made rounds on Twitter. And this is when, this is also where I was confused about what shade is and what reading is because people were just like, Oh, Carly got red. And I'm like, did she? It's like, Oh, this is shade. I'm like, was it? I think I was just being rude. And also just again, misreading everything. Well, you know, not in the word of reading, but like misreading the challenge completely and just delusional. So um, I think he he understood enough in that moment that he needed to do some. What is it called? Like like PR? Uh, yeah, public relations. <laughs> yes, yes. And so I think that's probably what damage that control. was. Damage yes, control. damage control. Yes, yes, that's what it was. But what what a terrible attempt, even at oh, that. So gross. It was really you gross. Know? And then Carly is classy. <laughs> Walks up and says. Bye to him like everyone else. But it yeah. also was clear that he got eliminated not because he made that blunder, but it's because you made that blunder because you you made you, okay, you were the person who made that blunder who made that outfit. Or the only yeah. the person who made that outfit would make that blunder. You deserve to go. Yeah. So Yeah, I agree. I totally agree. And I think that yeah, I think the outfit was on the way out anyway. There was, I mean, whether he said that blunder or not, I don't think the outfit would have gotten better. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No. You know, in their eyes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, what a dramatic ending to this episode. So, yeah. Um, so, before we go, Patricia... Can you share anything with us or with our listeners? <laughs> share with me. But share with our listeners where they can find you on the interwebs and if you have anything to promote. Oh, uh, nothing to promote. I mean, I can be found on Instagram and Twitter with the same handle, which is sense and sight. S-I-N. I'm sorry. No, no. I'm misspelling. <laughs> S-N. <laughs> so like common sense and optical sight. So S-E-N-S-E. Uh, A-N-D-S-I-G-H-T. And um, I highly encourage anyone listening to write to us at our email and <laughs> let us know what you think about all of our... Oh, my gosh, please. <laughs> banter, all of our banter. And I think that I actually encourage if the listeners have any comments on what I've said, I will publicly respond as, you know... <laughs> do anything oh that'd be great um well, it's, unless it's unless it's like hate mail which i won't really <laughs> respond we but will not be reading hate mail on this podcast no no we won't no we won't um or at least i won't but um if something constructive if you want to share anything constructive disagreements i'm okay with them um yeah let us know yeah about um, spring, you know what? You know what I do want to promote. I oh, want to wow. promote the one line that Laverne Cox said that I really liked, which mm-hmm. was, "Your outfit looks like a dystopian bargain bargain based <laughs> office party." <laughs> I want a T-shirt that says that. 
<laughs> I might even make one and cry. And, With you know, Shavi's to... face on it as Terminator 2. Oh, oh my <laughs> Oh my goodness! There's a fundraising garment for the podcast. Oh, I ever... love it! Oh my gosh! Yes, so I, I want to promote that line over and over. Oh, I love it! <laughs> I love it! I, I mean, oh my gosh! Okay, um, I think that's a great idea. I'm making notes now. T-shirt <laughs> ideas, um, but yeah, and I so I also want to um, second sending us some email, and we are getting emails, and and I. I'm going to make clear what we're going to do is just gather them up. And once we get like a good amount, we're, we'll um, we'll read them, we'll answer them. And then that'll be um, a special episode. What I envision is that we do that once this season on Project Runway is over. And so it'll be like a nice little bonus. Um, and also we want to know who our listeners are and what y'all are up to and what y'all are thinking. So um that would be that'd be wonderful for y'all to share that with us yeah um and then also if you have any other t-shirt ideas i think that is that is clutch patricia i'm making another okay great we can make that look good like between all of our oh my gosh get nailing on that yes you can hit up nailing for a drawing yes oh my gosh oh my gosh i'm so excited okay all right (laughs) we're actually gonna do this um, I, I would wear that. <laughs> I would wear that too. Because I've been thinking like, would I wear one of our shirts? I would wear this shirt. Um, oh, man. Okay. And then, and then as for, for me, um, you can find me all over the interwebs at Ernez, H-E-R-N-E-A-S-E, and on my website, ErnezDavis.com. And I'm going to promote again the amazing artists that are part of the Early Art Practitioners Program at the Joan Mitchell Foundation. And the title of their exhibition is In the Absence Of. And so I've put their link there. So if anyone is in the New York area, um, it's open until the 28th of February um, in, in the Chelsea area. And also we've been missing Nalen, who makes up our third of our Dream 3. And I will have their links as well in our link section. Um, if anyone is in Los Angeles, Nayland's retrospective is up at the ICALA right now, open until January 26th, um, when um, they're going to have their gender discard party at the Zebulon. Yes, I'm promoting it. Also because I'm going to be there, so I'm going to go for the closing. And so if, if anyone of y'all are in the LA area and are going to stop by, please let us know. It'd be great to see you. Um, and I think that's that's it oh my gosh i'm alive (laughs) i haven't passed out i was so afraid of passing out (laughs) during this um but patricia so much fun thank you as always i know i i have to thank you every time so yeah i just you're welcome it's my pleasure thank you for inviting me (laughs) you're you're welcome i mean thank you for coming on anyway um and thank you listeners for listening with us and again keep in touch So until next week, we'll say goodbye. Goodbye.